today on Joe and Josh the Show with Nick Frampton. All right, guys, look, so uh, here's the deal. They're going to play all their kids. I would get absolutely wrecked. Welcome to the boys. I've always kind of bit off more than I can chew. I didn't think he was going to make it, honestly. I feel my organs pulsing. I can feel my hair growing. Some people get AIDS from it. Is this your boy? You're going to let another man yell in your album? Not, not like a really sick one. First of all, I'm way too small. She's not impressed. I'm embarrassed. Bro, you just have to be brave. But I wasn't like the fierce competitor that I am today back then. Shit. Dimly lit, looks like a, a nightclub on the inside, blasting K-pop the entire time. And uh, if it was your birthday, they stop the music and they play like a special birthday, like club mix, basically. And nice. there's uh, there's big TV screens all around the room and it changes to like a like a happy birthday, like sparkler little <laughs> video. So they really fuck you up and like really. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And the, 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 the happy birthday song comes on and they run out with like a little like sparkler fucking cake for you and they sing a song real quick and while i was there i shit you not that happened like seven times <laughs> it's always everybody's birthday yeah. <laughs> i would die i hate when you bring up my birthday in public yeah i was about if to I'm say at, like a texas roadhouse and like they come out i'm like i like, immediately shrivel up into the smallest yeah. version of myself legit like top five anxiety inducing activities like finding out the restaurant staff knows this is my birthday and they're gonna like do something you do everything you can you avoid going to the bathroom you fucking make sure they don't talk to the hostess behind your back when, right? when the waiter comes up and he's like so um, i'm hearing it's someone's birthday tonight fuck. You're like, fuck. i went somewhere and they brought out dessert and all this shit and then we get the bill and the desserts on there like just kiss my birthday i didn't ask this guy. <laughs> extra ten dollars who's that hooters they put balloons on your head like boobs. Yeah, so it's Hooters really might have the most embarrassing birthday ritual of all yeah, the places. <laughs> now, if you go to Club Foxy downtown, they have it. It's not a place. That's a good strip club name, though. Tell us about Club Foxy. There's definitely a Club Foxy somewhere. No, I've been to the block a few times. I didn't want to start here, but <laughs> now that we're here, I went to the Diamond Lounge. I do not belong there. Well, give us like your Yelp review. So I don't want to go to a strip club with a cover out of the... I love my fiance. <laughs> Emily's here. No, we're not talking about strip clubs, Emily. Get out of here, you I've crazy. never been a, I've never like got the allure to strip clubs. I don't that like it. Appeal to me. I'm, I'm yeah, not I that think guy. it's mad uncomfortable, honestly. I don't I've been like a handful of times and it was like Emily loves the strip club, which is like, the worst part. Like, you have people sitting at the bar eating like an open faced turkey sandwich or a burger <laughs> and like they're shaking their like <laughs> it's just like Yeah, so I've heard strip club <laughs> wings are crazy. Oh, who is that uh Lou Williams that like went home in between playoff <laughs> games to go to Magic City in Atlanta. And get I actually wings. have heard about <laughs> yeah, like the bubble trip joints do have the best wings. And actually, funny story, I've been to Magic City because I went to Atlanta for the Cowboys Falcons game for my birthday, and like my uncle to Magic City, and I'm just like, you know, what? I'm not really into strip clubs, right? And you happen to take me to like the most famous <laughs> strip club in the fucking world. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we went we went to one in uh, Georgia once for my friend's bachelor party. Magic City. It wasn't. No, it was in Augusta. Where the I was hoping are. to see like future there, but I, I didn't. No, he's probably yeah, in some actually, back room. I don't really remember being there. Just, just saw there's boobs. probably a part of Magic City that you. But can't I do get remember into. it's a lot smaller than you would think. It's like tiny, to yeah. be honest. I my my one and only strip club experience was at uh, McDougal's. And Never been for anyone listening. It's it's exactly as bad as uh, you would think. Just Joe's based on the name. There. Joe's moving around the corner from McDougal's. 
it is close. Yeah. One thing that is like permanently staying in the back of my mind that I'll never forget was I, I saw a man that had to be like, like mid sixties or older. That was of course paying one of these strippers to let him give her a back massage. That's just like in the middle, of, in the middle of the club, <laughs> in the middle of the club, like no, n- no, uh, no privacy at all, just out in the open, and he's just rubbing this chick's back. How thirsty do you have to be? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying my story. All right, thanks for coming this week. McDougal says you have good wings. <laughs> <laughs> Shit wings. I only went to McDougal's once, and uh, we went there for my friend's bachelor party, and this one dude uh, paid the same stripper for five straight lap dances. Like he was just getting lap dances for like an hour straight. I was like, dog, if you're paying like that much money, like, I don't know. Dude, just imagine her uh, internal monologue for those yeah. five straight dances. Hell yeah, like, we getting this bread. <laughs> I was at the Diamond Lounge for a coworker's and I'm probably like 20. And it's an all black strip club underground downtown. And if you can just picture me in that atmosphere and I'm like VIP room, they're all, it's not really VIP room. It's just like beads up. That's what and VIP everyone's room. like smacking their strippers. That's not like, come on, do it, man, do it. And it's all strangers. And I'm like the only white guy in this whole club. And I'm like, <laughs> we'd all feel more comfortable if you smack this woman's ass. And then I, <laughs> after that, I went in the corner and watched the Nuggets Kings on probably an 18 inch <laughs> TV in the corner. And everyone's like, I like your vibe. CRT I'm like, thanks. I, yeah. I, I like your look. What did the fuck does that mean? What did my work your aesthetic. Yeah. I like your aesthetic. Yeah, that's what I hate. That's why I don't go to the strip club. To fish. <laughs> yeah, I've been the only white person at a place like way, too, Same, like, way mom, more, not way too often, but way more often than like a lot of people. I my think. mom dropped Joe and I off at Little Man opening night at like the 8 p.m. on a Friday and we were just like chubby white kids in it. In the Cat Williams, Tracy Morgan movie. Like <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> Is Cat Williams a Little Man? No, who was it? Wow. No, it was Ice Cube and Tracy Morgan, right? Yeah. No, it's the, it's the Wayne's Brothers. Oh, shit, yeah. I'm thinking of first Sunday. I'm thinking of first Sunday, yeah. I saw Juicy J at Club Dubai. Oh, shit. I was one of like a handful of white people at a Travis Scott concert like way before he was like really famous. <laughs> and like this dude like tapped me on the shoulder when I was looking at my phone. He's like, hey, man, like, who are you here to see? And I was like, oh, Travis Scott. <laughs> they were like, oh, no, we don't usually see people like you at these shows. And like, the first song comes on. I'm just going like ape shit with everybody else. And they're like, all right. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I worked at the Holiday Inn growing up and they used to have like stand up in like the in like the ballroom and there was like a big one in town one night and my, Joe and I like can we go she's like yeah if you want to no at first she was hesitant she's like you're not going it's you know you shouldn't be there we're like okay cool it's inappropriate she finally agreed to let us go and we're like walking there and she's like heads up they might make fun of you for being white and we're like oh we are we have plenty <laughs> we're just gonna share all the times we've been the only white people somewhere. All right, that's, so that's the podcast. I yeah. saw I saw Michael Blackson at Magoobies, or is that what it's called? Magoobies, the comedy yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Michael Blackson. I saw him there. Only only white guy there. Yeah. What is he from? I, he's, I he's like that. He's name. like that. Um, that comedian. Um, he's been in some movies too. He's been like one of the Fridays, I think. Okay. And um, he's like that. Um, uh, he like he speaks with the real deep like African accent. Okay. He's like the big gap in his teeth. He's actually Eli Apple's actually his cousin. Really? They're, they're related Small somehow. World. Isn't that fucking crazy? For, he's isn't he on like his third team already? Eli Apple total. Yeah, it was Giants up. somewhere else, and now he's on the Saints. He's on the Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now why does uh why does Twitter hate him right now? I, I didn't catch. Oh, you the, don't uh, see, you haven't I, seen I, it? I, no, I didn't no, catch. He was the talking. He was talking mad shit to like all the players that uh he beat. Like he was like making fun of like Tyreek Hill like immediately yeah. after <laughs> they like 
he's he's like Tyreek Hill and McCall Hardman. I got two front row tickets to the Super Bowl for you. And it was like five minutes after the yeah. game was over. Like he literally went to the locker room and grabbed his phone to hit Twitter and be like, "Y'all pussy." <laughs> 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 Who does he play for? Is he on the Bengals? Or the- yeah, he's on, on the, the Bengals. Bengals. Uh, and actually, Tyreek Hill caught a touchdown on. Yeah. But he did make that one big play in the backfield uh, before I halftime as time yeah. expired. But, like, I mean... I mean, he did give him tickets. That's pretty generous. Tackling him in the open <laughs> field is pretty impressive. But, like, that play call was just so I think dumb. it's all about tone and how you read. You see, they're like, here's two tickets. He's like, hey, guys, here's two tickets. No, he was no, being... He he was like, he, he's infamous for this now. He was like, he's, here's two tickets, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> he's trolling big time. Jokes. It's like the time that... One day, Rich was mad at Joe and I. And he, like, tried digging into us. And we're just, like, giggling. He's like, I'm mad, I'm mad, I'm mad. Here's two tickets to go see the chariot, and then leaves, and we were like, "Okay, like, are you mad or do we get concert tickets?" <laughs> Rich, is that the guy? He's from our band. He's okay, so short is that ball, there's two of them. Is that the guy? Like, this is like how we met. Like you invited me to play that show. Yep, the, the benef- Lincoln Strong. Whatever. That's yep. the same guy, right? Yep. Okay, the, there's gotcha. two of them. They're a set of twins. Gotcha. How? So like, I hope this isn't like a subject or anything. I'm missing anything, but like, how did that end up going? Like, is Lincoln Strong? Your hands that- are free. If, for real? For yeah. all our listeners, yeah. you're in, in like in remission for like a five year gap. Right now, everything's good. We went to a, a Red Sox game probably like two or three months ago. Now everything's good. Someone, he, we had him on a few episodes of like when we were still on Ambition Radio and we had him like break down the cancel process. Still still I don't on know Ambition about. Radio, like Chris isn't still editing all our podcasts. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. Of course, he was like, please let me edit. I want to waste nine hours a week listening to you and your friends <laughs> slander me. Yeah, I felt bad that I didn't like keep up with it or whatever, but like, uh, no, it's that. really cool to know that like it worked out. Like, yeah, it's yeah. working out. Or I should yeah, say. it was on Father's Day too. Which yeah, actually, it was. Hurt the show, it was on Father's. Day. It hurt the show, but he was like, "I want to do it on Father's Day," and I was like, "Sick!" And the show made X amount, but all the raffles and shit made like right. an insane amount of money, and that's just like the cool support. Like, that so we can like, do with- and, I mean, in a way, like it was a success. Like you made a and difference to me. I mean, yeah, type they were thing. actually they were like. $30 short from the surgery. And so you saved the surgery. <laughs> hey, okay. Nick no, saved Christmas. I talked to Mike. <laughs> I don't even know if I sold any tickets. Maybe I sold like three. Or, I think no, like maybe didn't. five people came. Yeah, we don't sell tickets out here. We even talked to him. The full medical bill for that shit was like $3 million. Oh, I bet, dude. Shout out health insurance. Yeah, to a degree, it costs him enough because we were talking about health insurance because I'm like just now getting it. And he was like, please get health insurance from someone who just like, Health insurance is made up. Oh, Mo- shit. Tr- money, anything they charge you at a hospital, made up. That shit Damn, is all that's made coming up. from big health insurance himself. This is- What's up? <laughs> Baby <laughs> Billy woke. Kyle. It's all made up. <laughs> Kyle, do you watch The Righteous Gemstones? I do. I j- actually, I just recently started watching it, and it is, uh, I, it's fucking I excellent. watched all of it in like a day, and Nick, have you seen it yet? Good. What, you, what is it? The Righteous, Righteous Gemstones. Gemstones. Nope. Jinx. It's uh, John Goodman. Um, Danny McBride, dude and from a- Adam from Workaholics. Yeah, Adam. Oh, De- so, so, uh, they're like a, a Texas Devine? mega church. Devine? Devine, Devine, I think, yeah. Yeah. Uncle Baby Billy is like the funniest shit. Like. And it's the, this chick, Edie Patterson, who's like been a side character and everything ever, but like on this show, she's fucking hysterical. Like, okay. steals the, the show. The show's like, they're like a family from like a Texas mega church, and it's like 75% funny, 25% dark. Shit. Yeah. Oh, that's right in my alley then. Yeah. It's good. But I, I just binged, season two just started. I binged all of season one in like two days because it's like, I like what they do. They do the season premiere and finale an hour, and then every other episode's a half hour. Yeah. But I, I didn't like notice that, honestly. It was yeah. a nice way to kick it off and like wrap it up just to give them that one. Yeah. Definitely check that. I just finished Friday Night Lights for like the third time. I fucking so I need love something Friday Night Lights. Dude, greatest show ever. Kyle, you have to greatest watch show it. Of all I time. know you have it. Great show of all time. Need a rewatch. I cleaned out like season one of Friday Night Lights and then I got part of the way through two, I think. And Se- I, season I, two. Of course, tough. season two lost yeah. you because it's the writer's strike. And- <laughs> 
they're just like going and like he's like tears his ACL hands and you're like in season two the one where they like murder somebody in like the first episode of the show no the season <laughs> no no that yeah you're right you're right yeah Jesse from like Mike yeah Landry yeah Landry <laughs> ended up Landry. killing a guy for Tyra yeah, yeah. It, I just never had like felt so connected to like the characters of the show like I felt like this sounds like super corny but like, I felt like they just felt like real people kind of and like yeah. I and, like I, I probably cried like five, six, seven times throughout the whole. Very to be completely honest with you. For them to that, the way the Tim Riggins storyline goes, yeah, you rarely see a TV show just like beat down and humanize a character like that. Like a character that you've loved is just like in fucking jail for a bit, and you still watch the I show. Like, Matt Saracen had it the worst, to be honest. Yeah. Matt Saracen was so fucking relatable. Just yeah, like exactly. exactly. Kyle, yeah. I'm sorry if we're ruining Friday Night Lights right now. But oh shit! I, I, no, it's, it's been like twelve years. Well, yeah, well, how old is that show? When I, fucking I Matt, when Matt Saracen's dad gets destroyed by a fucking IED in yeah. Iraq, and Matt Saracen has to come back and like look at like his mangled face at the fucking morgue. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> like oh my god, <laughs> I didn't know about that. That's great. Oh, <laughs> I mean, the first fucking episode with Jason Street, like yeah. out of the gate, you're like, oh shit. That's set the tone for the whole show. Great show. Except season. Oh, Smash Call. Is uh, <laughs> is is it near the end of season one or in the beginning of season two where they have like the the fucking voodoo plotline? Oh, voodoo Tatum. Uh, yeah, that's season. And this, is it one out of the gate? Two, I think. I thought they brought him in in like episode six. No matter of fact, it is season one because they end up seeing him in the playoff. They saw him in He's state. Not there they long. played against him in state. I think. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. I, I, maybe I'm not Even as like, deep as I thought it was. Yeah, they were trying to get him to replace Sarah. Yeah, it was season one. Le- Le- God, Coach Julie, Julia Taylor, such a just the way she treats Matt. Well, the character and, development throughout through a, a lot of the characters. You can relate to all of them in different yeah, ways, and yeah. that's it's going to be an extreme hot take on Friday Night Lights. Uh, all respect to the Dillon Panthers, but Vince Howard for the East Dillon Lions is the best player who ever has. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan's character. See, the I goat. More, I would, see, that's when I, I like the show a lot more in, in, in West Dillon. I like yeah. it a lot more. Like Matt Saracen, yeah. he's got heart. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad they keep Matt Saracen as like part of the show though. Yeah. He's like even after he's out like same thing with Riggins too. Like when they graduate, they're still like characters that you've like come to know I, and love and they're yeah. still involved. I started watching Midnight Mass the other day just because I saw that Matt Saracen was like the lead. Yeah. He's one of the few that I've seen in other shows. Like all the other characters other than like Coach Taylor and obviously Tammy Taylor, like you don't I haven't seen any of them other people in anything else. I feel else. like Taylor Kitsch blew his chance when he lost like a gazillion dollars between Battleship and Tarzan. And season, season two of True Detective. <laughs> I don't know. Did you watch? Uh, fuck. What was the name of the TV show? It he was, was not good as Gambit. I actually liked him as no, Gambit. There was in a that t- terrible Wolverine movie. I'm trying to remember the name of the show. It was about that cult lead. It was a, like a, based on a true story. Oh, that no. fucking rocked. What was it called? Oh, what was fuck. that called? It, he, he like uh, Taylor Kitsch was like the leader of a cult that like basically gotten like a standoff it was with like the U.S. military. Yeah. Yeah. Waco. That was a fucking. Um, yeah. there's a cult. Uh, uh, it's in Texas. It sounds like every fucking yeah. Texas show. Fuck Texas. No. Whoa, bro. <laughs> Hot take. Do you like Texas? I know I'm, you. I'm gonna. You like that? I'm gonna retire there, and that's I'm gonna, in the next two years, I'm gonna be living there. Retire. Right? He says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna uh, move there in two years, and that's where I'm gonna stay. I, don't oh, know, yeah. I know people that have... just moved there from Sideshow. That's yeah, like kind of oh, why really? we chose to call it quits. He was going to Dallas. And like, That's where I want to go. So people I know that move there fucking love it and never want to live. Yeah, now, man. do you like the heat? Are you a person that like prefers summertime over winter? I, uh, I definitely hate the cold more than the heat. There you go. Um, no one likes it. Because I like to play sports year-round, obviously. Football, so. you got to get down. But it gets, in North Texas, like Dallas, it gets cold still. So, But not like... Not like it does. Yeah. We were in Buffalo for that game, and holy shit. Yeah, you guys are crazy. It was... It was zero. It felt like negative five. Their stadium's underground. I did not know that. Mostly. Oh, really? 
like 75% of the Bills Stadium is like built in underground and you like walk down into it hmm. and then you walk down to your seats. I mean, the Ravens Stadium is kind of like that too, at least like the lower level. Mm-hmm. No, the right whole in. stadium is built above ground. It is not. Sure, the, the same. stadium is on top of the lower level. You are well, not I forgot the about same that. at all. Yours is uh, entirely above that's ground. That's interesting about the bathroom. It's also a shithole in a cool way. It's <laughs> from the 70s, renovated in the 90s, but like. It's uh, charming. It RFK, it was nicer than really? for like DC United, like that's, towards the end. That's a that's a rough review. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, those bleachers with a sticker where you sit. It's not even there. The stickers beat it. The fans are ugly. There's no hot people in Buffalo. Either. Those bleachers at RFK were like pulsing when the fans got excited. Like it would, it would <laughs> is like, that the stadium that killed somebody? Yeah, uh, is it HF yeah. Festival? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, they were pulsating that day. Eminem. <laughs> yeah, Eminem performed at HF Festival, and people were like jumping on the bleachers, and like there was this like a fucking they the crashed bleachers, and like people did. This is not the first time we've brought this event up on this show that Eminem killed people. <laughs> it was like national <laughs> news. Like it, it wasn't quite like I don't think it was like Astro World where like bad people got fucked up, but like a no, lot of people got really people injured got at HF Festival. I like, almost got trampled because Ronaldinho came over to the side, and like I literally almost got trampled by thousands of people because they wanted to like get up to see him because he was playing for AC Milan. I went to see AC Milan versus DJ. Dude, you, you were near Ronaldinho? Yeah, and like literally almost got trampled by trying oh. to go up and see him. He actually, he came in in the second half um, second half, and like, he actually had a bicycle kick that went off the crossbar. It didn't go in, but it went off the crossbar. <laughs> yeah, so They lost sick. that game to DC United. Actually. Really? Yeah. Shit. Uh, who are we betting on tomorrow against Chelsea? Uh, so J- Josh was looking at the uh, FA Cup betting odds and uh, <laughs> Chelsea is playing Plymouth who is a 3500 like oh, be careful betting soccer because it's only full time it's only full yeah. it, like it's yeah. not extra but time I'll, yeah. I'll throw that not to mention soccer like, games tie like regularly like you're almost better off betting on a tie on yeah, a but the odds for the draw are always plus something right? yeah. oh, the, like today there was one but whatever it was it's so skewed I'll put five on that and then carry on with my usual bullshit but we might go tomorrow morning I have tickets to cash in. I gotta find out what league this team is. Who Plymouth? Yeah, yeah, they're playing. They're like this is like the equivalent of like the Bay Sox playing against like the fucking <laughs> the Rays or something. No, like, oh, the money line's probably yeah, uh, it's probably bad. Minus a thousand. Plymouth Argyle it's, from it's, from League One. Who already, are two it's, leagues it's below? It's thirty five hundred league. Is it thirty five hundred plus thirty five hundred for Plymouth? Like plus thirty five hundred. I'll, I'll put five on that. That's too fucking. What are the odds they yeah, fuck this I mean, one even game the draw, up? Even the draw, like, they might fucking have to beat them in extra time. That it's, one's like it's FA Cup. It's, it's FA plus Cup. 700 for the draw. I have a picture from when I sent it to you. It's FA Cup. They're playing a, le- a team two leagues below them. I they're like going to the- play all their kids, and they're not going to take it seriously. And there's like a... The game will have happened by then? The Dude, I like the draw. On that. <laughs> when this comes Shit. out, I want you listeners to go back and look <laughs> to see that Plymouth beat Chelsea. The draw is... Plus twelve hundred. Plymouth is plus thirty five hundred. Let me go put five. Plus twelve hundred on the draw. I kind of uh, like that. That's not bad either. I, I'll, I'll go put five on each for a chance at some e- <laughs> easy money. For yeah, fun. Yeah. I know that almost happened like a year or two ago in the FA Cup. Like some shithole team I had never heard of. Like drew or they they had equalized with fucking Liverpool like late in the game. Liverpool was playing like all their backups and they're like, holy shit, we're about to like lose to these Uber drivers and fucking <laughs> like put Mo Salah and like Sadio Mane in the game real <laughs> yeah. quick. And just one. Uh, AFCON is going on right now, which is like the continental tournament between African teams. And I think it's uh, Senegal and Egypt, which is going to be Sadio Mane versus Mo Salah for the final. Oh, Putting uh putting Liverpool strikers up against one another. That's the shit we love. I love when teammates have to play each other in like oh, international yeah. play. Yeah. Imagine oh. if they put them in a game. <laughs> play for money. So, like I feel like I've gotten to see some really cool, like crazy events at sporting events. Like I got to see Ronaldinho play. 
Yeah, and that's he hit the thing off the crowd. Even though it didn't go in, it was still pretty cool to see that. For sure, I was there for the Odell Beckham catch. Were you really? Guess, yeah. Like, oh, what's, you, the, what's the craziest thing, y'all? It's, we were at a baseball game where well, we've been at a few. One Josh Allen's performance a few weeks ago was really that's up cool there. to be there for. We were there at a Red Sox game when Euclid charged the mountain, fought the Detroit pitcher, nice. and it was like. So I saw a fight. Um, we saw I saw Josh Cribbs get knocked the fuck out. I saw Le'Veon <laughs> Bell get knocked out cold. I think the craziest thing I Kirby. ever saw. Uh, one minute. Yeah, yeah, it's up there. They announced Kirby announced he was retiring. We bought our tickets like ten minutes later, and he like went insane in the fourth quarter. Hell and yeah. it wasn't as like it was big because it was one of the games in like his last year. But like for me, like that was the, was, the uh, uh, farewell tour. Yeah, I saw the seventy three and nine Golden State Warriors play. And I watched Steph Curry have, up to that point, the best game he had ever had. He had, like, 50-some points. And then, literally, like, he set his own scoring record and then broke it, like, a week later. Wow. But I had seen yeah, John Wall like, 40 saw, that night, I saw too, didn't he? Curry dropped 30 points in the first quarter. That he, team was special. He hit 10 threes in a row without missing it's in like the first everyone quarter. Everyone went from rooting for them that year to, like, rooting against them every for year sure. after that. <laughs> I, I thought they were awesome until they got Durant. Them getting Kevin Durant was fucking lame. Uh... uh because they were a homegrown team. Like, you can't hate on a team that just drafts well and then wins. I like, love that all the super teams just suck now. Like, the yeah. Lakers suck. The Nets suck. Like, right now, the good teams are, like, Suns and Jazz and Denver and Dallas. It's fucking boring. Pass the ball. Anthony Davis blew the fucking game last night against the bad Clippers. Like, I love that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually seen, like, a relevant sports moment, honestly. Cool. Not, not not like a really sick one. No, In we, person, uh, I, I, I don't we, think I've We seen were it. at that Lamar Jackson game, even though he left. I was going to say, y- y- y'all left during Lamar Jackson's best game ever. What, last year or the year before? The Colts, God, the Colts game this year. Oh, really? They, they left at halftime. I was always going to leave. Lam- I don't care about the Ravens. Lamar I had 447 yards, and we came back from 28 to I 3 and won the game. I, I, I got I tickets for like $20 day of. Like, I didn't care. I watched yeah. you guys get your ass beat for a bit, and that was all I wanted. So I, so I, I, I took my fiance to her first football game ever. We're sorry, I think f- I called you guys the R word for leaving that game. We are getting <laughs> fucking waxed. By Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts. It's freezing. She's not impressed. I'm embarrassed. And I'm like, we should get we should get a jump start on getting into an Uber. And I'm like, we are walking to the Uber, and I'm hearing shit pop off in the stadium. And then we're on the Uber drive home, and I'm I'm on fucking Hulu watching Lamar Jackson watching the greatest comeback in the greatest comeback I, I could have possibly seen. And uh yeah, I miss it. That's I remember you. I remember tweeting you about that because you were like, took my girl to her first game. And I was like, I hope you stayed for that finish. And you're like, uh, funny story, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that, we saw that. The, that was the cra- <laughs> that that might have been crazier than the Warriors Sports game. Sports entertainment Bro. wise, we saw the Undertaker's last match in person. That's cool. I was about to faint when they missed the field goal at the end of that game. Like I was in utter disbelief of what I was witnessing. Like <laughs> this shit was so crazy. I, I actually had season tickets to like. The first year Lamar started and broke all those records. So I was there for like when he broke the record against, uh, was it the Jets or the Patriots? He broke the rushing record. So I was there for that. Um, I, I saw Tony Romo's last touchdown in Philly. Oh, that shit. That was pretty cool. That's, really That's a big cool. deal for me, yeah. personally. We went to um, our first game. Hell yeah. I feel like I'm always at the Ravens Bengals game. I know what happens. This, you know, it's a nice change of pace to go to Colts. Yeah, the, the che- one year the all- Bengals are fucking good. I don't see They're always the right. cheap tickets, the Ravens uh, Bengals game, but not anymore. Know, That's shit, not going to happen not anymore. anymore. <laughs> no, they still are. People are going to. Oh, small oh shit. I was at the Ravens Bengals game this year where fucking Jamar Chase had 200 yards receiving oh against us. Shit. Speaking of football, you're a flag football star. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Another situation where I'm the only white guy there. <laughs> well, not me and Dino. Well, me I was about to say, Dino. is Dino, Dino's white? Yeah, me, yeah. me and You're Dino right. are literally the only two white guys. One night, we were at the bar, and Dino was trying to take Joe on a night of mischief. And he was like, I'm taking Joe. I was like, you have my permission. Take him. And Joe's like, don't let Dino take me. I'm not aware of what's going to happen. He's nothing like, I'm taking happen, Joe. Dude, nothing I'm like, bad will happen to you. I was like, take him. Yeah, you would have got laid a bunch. but <laughs> Probably. Dino, if, you're listening, anyone, if you listen to this, Dino, I do regret not going yeah, with see, you that night. It probably, probably would have been very, very We're having a party week. for our national championship tomorrow, actually. Oh, I, was, I hope he's shit. listening because he said he wanted to be on the podcast when I posted about it on Facebook. Oh, so. Shout out Dino, North County High School football legend. All right, so Dino, uh, he, Kyle and I graduated with Dino, and at our high school, he was like the greatest athlete I've ever seen. Dude, like high school was. He still is. Yeah, he's he was just impossible to tackle. He was a fucking freight train, man. Do you like, still hold records there? Probably. I, I don't know about the records, but I like, I, I just like my mental image of him playing football is just him like fucking trucking dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. 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 He was embarrassing. Really people. good. Like every game. So it was fucking crazy. He's gained a lot more mass. <laughs> yeah. But still has, he's still as nimble. I mean, uh, I, you know, I saw him. If anything, he's just more muscular. Well, yeah. I mean, like he's just. Yeah, he plays like blocking back. Yeah. He plays like line. In high school, I thought he was there to like pick up his kid. The first time I saw him, I was like, what? And I was like, oh, <laughs> he's <just> like. <laughs> but no, I, I know he. Uh, I think he like walked on to our baseball team. That was really good. Oh, too. he's good. Yeah, he's a good baseball player too. Yeah. yeah. I said walk on like we're a college team, but yeah, our lacrosse team had too. tryouts and cut one kid. I didn't know that. <laughs> Imagine what that does. That's fucking. That's gotta be cross. I didn't get cut, and I was fat. Like <laughs> this kid is much more athletic than me. Got cut from the team. Like those. guys, I have someone tell you it was Joe. It was the guy. No, but Nick's like good enough at flag football that you've probably had sex from it. Like if I told a girl I played flag flag football, she'd be like, yeah, probably. And you guys aren't very good. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. So, so you guys won, is it like a national championship? National championship. National so championship. Like you play all these tournaments on the circuit throughout the whole year. All leads up. And- so are there like, are there a lot of uh, like disparate leagues all across the country? Or is this like, is this like the league? Or yeah, is this- so it's kind of weird. So it used to all be one nationals, but now there's two different companies that do it. So like, I don't know if you're familiar with solo pitch softball, how they have like USSA and GSL and ASA. So it's kind of like that with flag football. It's basically just another company just trying to make money and compete with the other one now. Sure, but, sure. But um, so we played in the UFFL national. Uh, my eight man team, my five man team. We play. So there's different. So the tournament has a bunch of different formats too. So like I said, there's eight on eight. There's five on five. There's seven on seven. And men's and there's co-ed. And we won the five on five contact. Hell yeah. Do you ever just get fucking rocked? Oh, oh not yeah, so, juicy, yeah. I, I imagine, I've been lit. lit the I imagine up. it's not all highlights. There's sometimes that you just like. Yo, oh, yeah, and there's times where I throw picks, pick sixes, and shit. Like that. But I we mean, don't put that in highlight reels with rabbits. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> uh, so for example, like, so I also play eight on eight, and we just won the Baltimore County League um, championship, and in the semi-final game. Literally the very first play, I guess the other team was trying to send me a message or whatever and like rattle me up. Yeah. And the very first play, literally, I'm looking at my receiver. I'm cock my <laughs> cock my hand back to throw the ball. And he literally, literally lights me up. <laughs> literally light, like like me up. 15 yard penalty. Like so, but the thing is, yeah, 15 yard penalty. We scroll on the next play, but like so, you're allowed to do that if you come up with the flag. Because it's contact you know, flag, yeah. but he didn't even come up with the flag. He didn't even try to go he for the flag. He so, just tried yeah. to hurt you. Yeah, yeah, he was trying to send me a message, and like, and that guy actually ended up playing on our five man team and winning with us. <laughs> so, yeah. I, if you can't beat him, join. Yeah, I, guess. I always thought the the flags, the point of the flags was like 
to make the game fun, but also avoid contact. So with contact flags, it kind of like you got to get that flag. Yeah, you, less you, like like contact you're flag sounds to, dangerous. This is like football without pads. You're, you're, yeah. allowed to, you're allowed to hit people, but you have to grab the flag too. Yeah, so like you can basically like almost do like a form tackle, right, and lower your shoulder and like lower your shoulder. But as long as you're you come up with the flag, it's not. A I'm not just like getting a okay. grab at your hip and being like, "Whoops, I slipped." Like if I want to take the flag from you, I'm allowed to. You got to body shirt. up and pull the flag. Yeah. If you're if you're if you like it's you know like in in in, in football tackle football, it's like if you arm tackle, it's frowned yeah. upon. You you break an arm tackle really easily. Yeah. So the flag, if you catch them reaching, you just move your hips a little bit. Now, and they and, miss. And yeah. is there a contact co-ed where you can just like? No, there's not contact. There's not contact code. There's there's screen blocking where you yeah. put your arms behind your back and you can like get in their way. You make it so you, just, you can't initiate contact. I was gonna ask if like you've ever seen just seen a chick get like longest yard level. I mean, it happens when like there's a ball in the air and the and the player's trying to make a play on there's the ball. Some, yeah, I mean, that sure, happens sure. instant. Never contact. just like some Vontez but, perfect shit. But, <laughs> no, 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 not to a girl. I mean, at least I would hope not. Yeah. But uh, they but they now have. All women's contact. Oh shit! So like you got women out there laying each other out. No, fuck yeah. So the lingerie football league—they're fucking each other up, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they have that like the same way us men. Oh, all imagine men getting in contact league. Turkle tackled on turf and lingerie. That's <laughs> probably yeah, it's so, just wild. I mean, what, some of those girls play flag too. Yeah. What's the difference between uh, five man and eight man? Do you have like a line in eight man's? Um. So you can have a line in either. Okay. As long as it's contact. I've never um, just had your whole team as your line. So, yeah. I mean, so <laughs> I mean, I use my linemen more than my receivers because all the linemen are eligible receivers. Cool. And eight and five minutes. But the difference between eight and five minutes is the field size. It's uh, 55 okay. yards long, 20 yards wide. And you have three plays to get to midfield and then three plays to score. Okay. And it's five on five. And um, whereas eight, eight on eight, it's a full field. And you have to have at least four people in the line of scrimmage at once, whether it's like two blocking backs or center and at least one receiver or whatever. And, that, and that's full field. And uh, everything else is the same other than that. It's like every 20 yards is a first down. You get four downs to get 20 yards. Yeah. And you can kick field goals. In there. Call me. So yeah. yes. no, for, for, like, no, like for real though. Like we need a, uh, we need kick. a kicker. Uh, and, and, we'll, and it's the, the biggest thing about kicking is they just had the block. You just had the block, let the kicker kick, you know, and you can get, you can get three points. You can kick for two for the extra points. Is this whatever. the start of your kicking career? Shit. So I'm saying we might have to come, come get you out there. Let's, let's ink this deal. Dude, can we? <laughs> I think, like, Kyle, I think Kyle has film he can show you. I think Kyle. I've seen it. Colin Dunn showed it's, it's me. On, it's on Twitter, man. You know, I think every time a kicker missed this year in the NFL, Kyle's like, sign me. Check out my highlight reel on huddle.com. So, <laughs> did you play in the tournament yet where you were going to be facing Michael Vick? Did that happen yet? Oh, no. I actually ended up not going to that. Oh, really? I'm not going to that. Yeah, the team, like, just ended up. I don't know, kind of like doing me kind of dirty, actually. And then it actually end up trying to get me to come last minute again. I'm like, dude, like, nah, yeah. I'm not doing that. So that, that, that was the AFFL. How, how many teams do you play for? I know you can, the five, the five, the five and eight man team. How many total? I play five co-ed and five. I play on like four different, five different. Oh, yeah. are, are they all completely different teams or is it like a, a, a group of like they're starting people? to be the same team, but yeah. the co-ed ones are just, we have girls. Gotcha. So I'm starting to like kind of, do you have to have X amount of? I definitely you, want you Dino and all the teams each and combined for one. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to start doing. Now. Yeah, yes, yeah, so we can start winning some co-ed stuff. Like competitive, yeah, just working with one steady group comparatively. For yeah, all this makes sense. Do you still play Volo? I I'm starting to get away from Volo more and more now. I was gonna is say it it, is it, it's too low level. Like, not it's, no, it's not like that. I'm not trying to say it like that. It's just like it's such. No, a, we are Volo's small ball league. Now. It, no, it's <laughs> like it's like. Well, I have a lot to say about Volo. But yeah. like it, so it's a completely made up style of football. So like playing that style will kind of hurt you playing 
from playing a national style because it's so different. Oh, really? So like if you okay. get so used to playing Volo, then you're not used to playing the national style, and then you can try to play the national style. It's just different. It's just very different. Like and Joe, like, yeah. them as a company, I'm just not too fond of. Joe Johnson spent like a bunch of time playing in the big three league, but then he came back to the NBA. And he has to get used to like yeah exactly five. It's, very, it's very different. Have you guys watched Big Three? I was gonna say who's your I favorite Big Three player? Amari <laughs> Stoudemire. Stoudemire, he, he plays was, in the Big Three. It's like only there, but... players that are like that we know that. I'm I'm, I'm pulling this. Joe up. Johnson. I think it was like what 16. Is this still a thing? I don't think so. It might be. I don't know. I think it is. I went to. I don't know. The Big Three had the four point one. Isaiah so. Thomas is gonna end up on the Big Three. Definitely. You see in China right now. Is he? Man, didn't sign with the Lakers. <laughs> He did. I don't know if he's still in the same. About Michael though. Beasley, he'll probably end yeah. up on the big. Man, he's everybody. a stud though. Did so. you guys see that thing? Fucking, there was one game where he um his he forgot his shorts on a road game, and everyone like made fun of him, and he's on like a different color pants for like playing for like the Timberwolves, <laughs> and everyone was like super mean about it, and he's like, yeah, my like mom died like an hour before, and I forgot my pants, and you guys just made fun of me, and never forget that. <laughs> like it was fucking reading that shit was heartbreaking. Why is the, his responsibility to bring the pants? Don't teams have like equipment managers right. and yeah. shit? And like it's, it's like an entire the like picture, job. It was like one of the ESPN Instagram ones where like the quotes in the bottom and the top picture is they made it black and white and then made the pants a different color, and it was just like what the fuck? Which just he's like yeah, three years ago you guys made fun of my pants today, my mom died. I'm on Instagram and I'm like, why is this news? Wow. It'd be terrible if the NBA <laughs> find them too for like uniforms. Uh, <laughs> Ten grand, take it from your violation. mom. You know, there's I never understood about like, especially the NFL is so weird about it. Especially shoes. Like, like all they want to do is wear cool shoes. Yeah. You gotta have your socks all the way up. Those turnstile get... cleats you got made were hard as shit. Oh, do you thanks. just like oh, keep yeah. them in the box? No, I played in them the other week. That's last yeah. week. I sent it to the drummer at Turnstile. I was like, my friend got these shoes made. He's like, this is sick. Oh, sick. So yeah, they I hope they didn't shoes. think like, oh, there's like copyright. Print. No, not at all. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I thought, I don't know. I just thought like it would look cool. They've probably never, if you were like slinging back alley Turnstile t-shirts, but no, I think to oh, see yeah. like, I would be flattered to see a cleat of like something I did. Like this shit is sick. And they came out. Yeah, he did a really good job. I was very happy with it. So I basically like photoshopped it. And gave it to him yeah. and he painted them. Do you get custom cleats off? Or do you no, like that was my them? first time. Yeah. That was my first time. But I think I'm going to continue. Yeah. You're going to get Dallas to like half a loop. Nah. No. Nah. I mean, the color scheme, maybe. But um, I have some idea. I have some more ideas. The roast is going to be like music. I'm going to combine like my two favorite things. I'm going to play football in my favorite artist's album art. Cleats. And that's something. I don't know. Sports and music are still so like split. People are like, oh, oh, sports. And that's one to see like. You don't see punk bands, sports, like, mixed often. Like, I get shit. They're like, oh, you like sports? I think they're okay. Yeah, say most kids at hardcore are like, oh, you watch sports, sport? The stupid, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a fucking cringe hockey. attitude. Like, yeah, right? That's so cringe. And, that, and I think it's a nice, like, bringing the... It's okay to like sports and hardcore music and be a gamer. Yeah. Yeah. The, the dude from Mintoad yeah, exactly. Everett... You just have to be brave, you know? Yeah. Evan Weiss from Mintoad Everett did, like, a whole article about, like, sports and music and how, like, no one thinks he gives a shit. Yeah. Shout, people neat. probably don't even think I play sports. By the way, I look. Yeah. A lot of people underestimate me. Yeah. Like, oh, and you feed off that shit. I oh, love when it's, someone's oh, like, oh, time. oh, you're actually good at this thing because you're a chubby. I'm like, fucking, <laughs> give me that shit. Oh, that's, that's the same. I thing. didn't think you'd have a tr- a giant truck. Yeah, a lot of people say that actually. That's sick. Bro. I'm you all saw over this giant too. truck outside, Joe. Yeah, so it was sick. Yeah, I drive a yeah, I drive a redneck. It's like not, that's like small monster. Yeah, I drive a redneck truck. I make hip hop music and I play football. Yeah. And listen and to it. I like Title Fight. I love Title Fight. One of my favorite bands. Title Fight. Whatever you come. We saw Glutterer. He's a, like, he's cool. It was not, it was like it's like as close as you're gonna get to Title Fight. I like listening to it to some degree. I like some Glutterer. 
I love that title fight just like dropped Hyperview and like shifted the entire fucking landscape of punk music. And then they were like, we're out. Yeah, yeah, because like <laughs> no, I know shoegaze was like a like already like a increasingly popular thing at the time. We didn't and even like, get a we're out. They just disappeared and then put out a shirt every eight months. <laughs> I mean, they st- hey, they still put the Cold Cuts merch link up. Yep, and true, like true. every they have a huge sale all the time. And they still have, we still buy, it. and they still and it still all sells out. That's not that crunch is not me eating banana bread. Don't eat banana bread on the podcast. I just said I wasn't eating banana bread. He's <laughs> eating banana Chris bread. Chris got to edit this shit out. I have been eating banana bread the entire time. We've been going. You're just not paying attention. Like we were- Watch. I go on the other side of the mic. You can't even hear it. Chris, example. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking before this started. Like, I was like, what's your favorite concert? We were talking about like our favorite concerts and stuff. And like seeing Title Fight play at the Howard Theater was so weird to me. It was like, it was such a nice venue for a band like that to be playing without a barricade, especially. It was it was just it was just crazy. I was mad I didn't go to that show. Oh, yeah. I was, dude. Uh, ready? I caught it at the Howard Theater. Yeah. And then we all went to New York together for the same tour two nights here. Oh, hell yeah. But the Howard Theater, it is just where were we in New York? Because it was it was cool, but it felt like a regular Webster Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Webster okay. Hall felt like a regular venue. Howard Theater is such a weird atmosphere for a show like that. And that's yeah, what was that's neat. What like, it was so nice. I've too. never been, so is that like a a literal theater? Like literal there's like theater. a stage with curtains. It's like where a stand up comedian would would, yeah. would. Totally. I Emily had a headache that night, and we went up to the balcony and just like had like a two person table, like no extra charge or anything, just like watching title fight. That's awesome. No barricade either. Yeah, it was yeah. it was mind blowing. That was actually the first time I saw a lot of speed, and I was just blown away at Jordan Dreyer's stage presence and like his pace. Yeah, like, this is crazy. I, the last time I saw him, they were with Touche at nine thirty, but they were supporting the last record, and they played as like like a seven p.m. with mm. like Chick from My Iron Lung and that's like, awesome. just like someone on piano and like that full. I love seeing them because every time it's like I get a different energy. I haven't seen a lot like of speed in a long, long time. Like that with a lot of bands, they keep it fresh. Manchester Orchestra, they give me a reason to go every time because I'm going to get a, diff- a different experience. I'm going to get different music. Sure. That's all Manchester was to go. And their production was so weird. Even Caitlin Newman shot it, who's a very professional photographer and does like big work. And like I talked to her late at night and she was like, it was so hard to shoot him that night because their whole production was a rip of light that moved so fast and pulsated that it's like dark most. Right. She was like, these are like, like, but they were, and they were damn good, but like they made it hard. Manchester Orchestra rocks, but uh, I feel like they're, I feel like the fact that I really enjoy their music is how I know that I'm old because, yes. because I, was, I, I didn't give a shit about them. shit about that band when I was like 14. I was going to say, I feel like they're like for like 37 year olds. <laughs> yeah, we are like 37. I never got into that. And 31. I'm almost 30 though, so maybe I'll start liking them. Dude, the what? The, a, that and like the, the men singers, like I feel like I'm not old enough to fuck with the men singers heavily yet. A black, yeah, but you're a like black mile to the surface is a masterpiece. I stand by that. But you're like Steve Buscemi from 30 Rock. You're like, do you guys like baby? Like, I, don't know what <laughs> hey, I like what right, I like. Hey, right. Melodic Blue is awesome, too. One thing about Kyle, he knows his fucking music, don't he? So anything he, he suggests, I'll definitely check check out because he trusts it. He just makes hit songs all day, and I'm like the only one that gets to hear him. <laughs> is, is this the first time I met you in person? I think so. Yeah, I think really yeah. You guys are like all my friends on Twitter. I met you guys. It's actually Twitter. not that surprising because I run into you at occasional events and like the, the show we play together. But yeah, it's actually not yeah. What's up? Smash what's, what's up? <laughs> on his birthday, he wrote this birthday song. We're like shooting the shit, and he sends it to me. And like 15 seconds in, I'm like, hi, right now? He's like, <laughs> he posts Instagram stories all the time of him playing something. Dude, this sounds sick. He just like, yeah, he just does it all in his house entirely. It's crazy. It makes the demoing process very easy. I just like get hand delivered. Hell yeah. And I'm like, hey, I don't understand music. Changes 10 seconds. He's like, no, I'm like, I trust <laughs> you with all my heart. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day we'll record. Who knows? 
Should just like, record with you. I just I I don't trust myself, man. I should. I don't I don't like. Okay, we get drums from somewhere else and then just do all your own work. That's plausible. I mean, if we could do like drums and vocals, I would somewhere, somewhere else. Different than even going forward, I want to I want to work with someone. I want to our next kind of element. Of- I also just I, I like having to be in charge of like smashing space bar the whole time is like probably wouldn't make it quite as fun for me either. Like I, yeah. I, I like when someone else does. That. Yeah. No, but it's also nice to bring in you. What you do is definitely effective for us right now that I have fully structured and like I've been working with other bands. I've never gotten that clean of a demo and that type of thing. Like, Oh, this is what's your musical process. Nate? Ah, dude, I haven't made music in like three years. Probably. Are you serious? I really? thought you'd just been cooking this whole time. And just nah, haven't released man, I, do, I have like yeah. a whole, I have like yeah. 500 notes. Drop you the album. Kyle, Kyle <laughs> can make in my, in my, I just, I, you know, I haven't, I don't know, man, my, my process, all right, so all right, I'll, I'll answer the question. Yeah. My process is I usually just go looking for beats first and, and, and it usually catches my ear right away and or like a melody or something, something will just come to my head right away. And if it doesn't, I'll just keep cycling through the beats. Like I'll hear a beat right away and know if that's something I want to work with. And sure. then I, then I start writing the lyrics. At. So where, where do you, where would you go for beats? Cause that's like a, a completely um, foreign process for me. So like. I don't really know many like producers locally, so I don't. So like, I never. I wish I did. I wish I knew people personally that could like like personally custom like cook up stuff for me. But I usually just go on like SoundClick to be honest. Okay. Go okay. on SoundClick and I don't even. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know how I even went went on SoundClick and found certain producers. But that's just where I tend to go. And I and and ever since I found certain producers, I usually tend to just go to them and just look for different stuff. And I enjoy beats and I start writing. That's what's up, man. But I haven't done it in forever. So. Do you like engineer everything like at your house, like your vocals and shit? Like, okay, yeah, I guess this is part of the process too. Um, I'll, I'll, I don't like recording with, That's like, fair. I'm very awkward, like, when it comes to stuff like that. So I'll, I bought like a home setup and I'll record everything myself so I can do as many takes as I want and like make it sound the way that I want it to sound. And then I'll send it off to someone to, to like master it and mix it, I guess. Sure, sure. And that's what I do. I feel like a lot of um, people, well, vocalists, singers, or, you know, like solo artists are, are kind of weird about uh, like wanting to like record in front of other people. Like I, I, I distinctly remember um, going to uh, Taylor Larson's studio when Sky's Airplane were there and their vocalists wanting to like record in the dark while there were other people there. Like, interesting. Like you can see, like looking through the, uh, the glass of the um, like right in front of the mixing board. Like obviously you could see him in there, and then he would like turn the lights off, and it'd be just like completely black. Nobody could see him, and that's how he would record. Oh, okay, so that probably made him feel a little more comfortable. You not being able to see him, he probably made like weird faces and shit when he was right, screaming right. or something. Yeah, I, 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 I guess some people get like self conscious. I feel like there's that. there's not a way for it to not really be weird when you're just yelling in a silent room, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like at the top of your lungs. So he was more worried about the way he looked than he sounded. Right. So right. I'm you, more worried about the way I sound. You're like in there belting as hard as you can, like ready to cough up a lung, and then the producer's like, "All right, that was pretty good. Let's try another <laughs> one." <laughs> yeah, just yeah. I don't know. I just felt comfortable. I also feel like screaming if you make a mistake, it's probably like way more embarrassing than being like a oh, little yeah. flat while you're singing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, like if you, rapping, yeah, yeah. if you don't, if you fuck up a scream, like it probably sounds like awful and really awkward right. for like oh, an yeah. engineer to hear. Like, and the faces you make while you're doing it, that's probably what he was worried yeah. about if you wanted the lights to be. I remember Sky Eater. I like like two of those. This was the, um, who was their original vocalist? Oh, the dude Jerry from, that ended up in Glass Cloud. This was the guy that replaced him. Okay. That was like in the band for a minute. We're, t- we're talking about... Uh, Time PC or something. We're, yeah, we're talking about how he recorded in the dark, though. 
he wanted to record and with no one being able to see him. I I get that to a degree. I don't I don't mind being watched, but I get anyone's. Mistake. You want to be like in that cocoon? <laughs> I actually I like Jay's setup where I can like look at you guys through, but also not look at you. Yeah. So I can tell whether you're talking yeah. shit or game plan <laughs> behind my back. In reality, like, like, not, everyone's I, just I like on the quick. phone, I'm planning to kick Josh out like Keith from every time I die. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was doing yoga in the room the other day, and I heard you guys. <laughs> see, that's another reason. Like you say you, you're super quick. It takes me a while because I'll probably have a bunch of good takes, but I'm like a perfectionist, so I want to do it over and over and over and over for sure. We're on a one race. I demoed out like once to go back and listen. Like instead of going all at once to have that, and like now I know what I want to do differently from that take. I'll finish demoing it. Try to switch up the process. Yeah, and, and to be honest, that's probably why my quality has kind of suffered because I don't necessarily have the best setup. And I feel like the actual recording of the vocal and like the equipment you use plays a huge role in that. And that's probably why my quality has never burned out all that. I mean, shit, if you go to studios, they're using like fucking $10,000 microphones yeah, yeah. and exactly, shit. Exactly, man. It's, it's th- th- like, that's why I'm, I'm hesitant to really try and like produce us because you just like, if you're, you know, like us and you're, 30 or up and you're like just getting into recording like you just don't have a chance you can't you can't compete with these guys they they started when they were like 17 mm-hmm. they've been amassing gear the entire time and any like pro studio you go to is has like tens of thousands of dollars worth of like outboard uh hardware and shit that you just can't it's like compete a restructure house yeah so it's been like three years since i have all this stuff written and all that but now it's like that was years ago so i think it's outdated now yeah, you gotta make Playboy Cardi make, beats now. Well, I was gonna say you can make it. You have to make your album sound like a whole lot of red by Playboy Cardi. Cause that's what everybody's doing now. <laughs> yeah, Tom made a Playboy. Yeah. But you Tom ex- made a Cardi beat the other day. Ex- exclusively rap about being a flag football national champion. And <laughs> <laughs> that's not like, yeah, I'm like a not depressed. No, like I know you've you've been alcohol free for two, two like two and some change. Two and some change. Congratulations on that. But do you feel like do, uh, one? Yeah, I know you definitely feel better. Do you think that has anything to do with it, like not doing music? Um. Because even that, you know, probably I think yeah, yeah switching think, up your total habits. Maybe it just yeah, something like, that like carry my over. priorities have completely shifted and changed. And like I've always had this feeling that my time was like running out or like my window was closing. That I'm getting too old to like do certain things, even though I'm not. And then even, you, you yeah, know? you start sure. to realize that age is a number. And like now, you, I feel like I'm at a point. I'm like, I, what I what I've accomplished now. I'm not I'm not scared to get older because things. Yeah, I'm petrified. I I struggle with that mightily. Oh, that's because you're, yours is strictly physical based. You can only be maybe, a flag football yeah, maybe superstar that, and, and, forever. Yeah. I can have a podcast. Talk, and, like, I, I, and I'm usually not really one to care what people fucking think. Like, I yeah. mean, I had purple hair and painted nails before. Yeah. And like, I, you know, but something about, like, I don't know. I just, trying to be a rap, a SoundCloud rapper at 30 plus, like, it just doesn't, maybe, maybe not necessarily what people think, but it doesn't seem like that. Is the successful formula because I feel like that's a young man's game. Like you, have, you have to be like 16, 17 you have to, to, be to break through in that. Yeah, yeah. like shit like that. <laughs> so maybe I don't, I don't know, man. I just, and even that, how much more time you've probably invested into football? I mean, probably always right. winning, but now you got championships rolling in, and that, and like how much that takes out on top of work yep. and everything. Yeah, else. I, can, I, I can't give the necessary time and energy it requires to be successful in something like that, where it's just like a hobby. And I've always kind of bit off more than I could chew with everything. I, oh, yeah. I like too many hobbies for my own good to like I do master any of them. Because if, if I've opened time, then I have to focus on other problems. So you fill all your time with that. that yeah, pretty yeah, pretty much. I, w- I don't know what I would I do if I weren't busy all the time. If I find sure. time, I'll fill it up with something. And then, you know, I'm never busy. I just play a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay, that's something you do to preoccupy your time. Yeah. Yeah. The, the little free time I do have, I like to play video. You yeah. still you still playing Warzone a lot? No, I actually haven't played in about a month because 
this whole month, the whole month of January is kind of been crazy because, like I said, I went to back-to-back weekends mm-hmm. to play football in Florida, and I actually just sold my Xbox, made actually a little profit off of it. Um, I sold my Xbox and my laptop to start building a PC. Actually, it's kind of why I was late on the way coming here because I was at Micro Center getting the last few things I needed. Hey. When I leave here, I'm going to build my PC with my coworkers. Dude, yeah, he did. He is a PC. That's so one it, of these days, I'm going to do it. Yeah, and I just feel like it was a good move because, like. I needed a new computer to do like my photo video and maybe start doing music. You know what I mean? And and I, and I was like, why get a new computer and have the new Xbox when I could just put it all in one? True. They, they require True. the same things like fast processor, a lot of RAM. Like I could just do do it all in one. Not to yeah. mention all Xbox games are just on PC now. Like yeah, it's yeah. essentially. Plus the advantage you get playing Warzone. For yeah. sure. That way less squeakers. Am I right, fellas? For all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't game, but I learned a few terms from oh, Okay. Josh squeaker. heard us say squeakers like twice, and now he brings. Don't even know what that up. is. It's I, it's, I, it's uh it's for little kids. Like when you play against like a middle schooler with oh, like a, a okay. Mickey Mouse voice. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's a big gamer term. I didn't. Yep, didn't know that. I, I just re- yeah, I just discovered like what sweaty meant. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I heard them uh, say, "Oh yeah, he's sweaty." Enjoy putting your PC together though. That's like one. Uh, that's sort of like legitimately enjoyable like you're playing very expensive legos when yeah you do so that. that's why i'm going to my coworkers who i i trust them a little more they're kind of just gonna help me with the thing yeah it's nice when you have someone else involved in something like that too because if it's fucked up it's like you did it well you did that <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it's all under warranty yeah, that's why i was a little bit late sorry about that i also had to stop and get some benadryl because i'm like deathly allergic to cats and i was listening to the episode with Devin. you kept talking about your cat so Game i had to get some benadryl definitely cats i didn't want to be on here <laughs> sniffling and Coffin How well does Benadryl really work? I mean, you're fine right now. Oh, oh yeah, take. dude. It's like a Joe going to big pharmacy. So you now you take like Claritin Zyrtec as like a daily, um, yeah. like a yeah. supplement almost. Whereas Benadryl is like a as needed, so it like acts, it kicks in like right. Yeah, because people, I'm allergic to seafood. Well, I don't know if I'm allergic to all seafood. I'm allergic to no shellfish. Crawling around. Yeah. <laughs> But I can't eat crabs. And like, it's weird because I fucking developed the allergy when I was like 20. Like, I used weird. to be able to eat crabs. And then now I just can't. Like, it, it hurts me to eat crabs. And everybody's always like, yeah, man, just take a fucking Benadryl and man <laughs> up and eat the crab cake. And I'm like, I just don't know if I trust that or not. You probably like, ate a crab that like feasted on like a dead body. And now you have well, some fucking weird. Well, it's, it's crazy because no, like, I always try a waffle fry. Well, I was going to say, be like, my throat's itchy. I'm like, you knew that was going to happen. I don't, I don't know why I do this, but I sometimes I just pretend maybe I'm not allergic to crabs anymore and i'll just like try it again and reevaluate like two years later and then i'm like can't breathe you know, maybe, it just, it, maybe it was just a phase you were yeah. <laughs> but also benadryl like yeah like i said it's, it's it, benadryl slaps it's also a sleeping medicine so okay. if you go on a long plane ride pop a couple of benadryl you wake up in a different speaking of seafood i believe you won a jimmy seafood <laughs> challenge Oh yeah, you point. guys want to hear about that? Yeah, yeah. so, so like story. Jimmy Seafood does this. They ju- actually just started a couple years ago, but they do this annual flag football tournament. It's to raise money for some guy in the city that like got paralyzed playing football or something like that, and he runs like a foundation. And the second year they did it, they added a QB challenge, and it was like you have to throw a football through a tire, run, and then throw hit a Gatorade bottle off a cone that's like ten yards away, and then you run to the end zone and do like a long toss. Uh-huh. And I kind of like nailed them all. And I kind of like, yeah, the only, I was the only one to complete like all three obstacles. So I, I kind of won by default just off of that. But also, <laughs> even if I did it in like pretty fast time too. The, the, the prize was supposed to be tickets to the Ravens season opener. And it was for the, that season coming up. That was, was right gonna, before COVID, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it was going to be the Cardinals. And I was like six, he Kyler Murray, whatever. Then COVID hit. So obviously that didn't happen. And and so I and actually I never even heard back from him anyway. And then the following year I was like, okay, so maybe 
now that football season's back and fans are allowed, are they still going to honor the ticket? So I kept to find out. And that happened to be. But uh, <laughs> they responded like, Nick, sorry, just now seeing your email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know yeah. Monday morning after week one. <laughs> it went from the Cardinals to the Chiefs. That, so, you know. Um, what game did you get tickets? The, the Chiefs the game. The Chiefs game. And, they, and it's funny when they was talking to him, like, you sure you don't want tickets to any other game? Like, no. 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 <laughs> you don't want that one. They end, up, they end up coming back and winning that game. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. The game was fucking Hell crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're Another Col- crazy game I went to. We're in Colorado. Yeah, so I watched that game in Colorado when we went out there, and the game started at like five in the afternoon out there. Ooh. Oh hell yeah! Like it was like still light outside, and like I still had my whole night ahead of me when the game I ended. Love, like it's it's cool. I love like I wish they did the like the night game was at six thirty. Yeah, I, I love West that. Coast time that we get like ten. It's so much one. better that way because it's it's rough staying up watching a whole game and getting up at six a.m. for work. So you know? my my biggest beef with that. And I'm 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 just now realizing this is probably because they mostly take place in Vegas, but fucking UFC is on way too late. Way too late. Way too fucking late. The ones that I'm, are in like Dubai and fight out. Like, hell yeah. 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 I'm just, watching UFC Fra- for lunch. Like, Friday and Saturday, I'm like almost always up like dumb late anyway. Just, so, like, just shift it up a little bit, man. Like start the main card at nine instead. So like the main events on at like eleven instead right. of twelve thirty. The main fight yeah. usually starts at like midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy man. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or I'm in bed by like eight p.m. every day. I don't know. Like remember you guys went to the Turnstile show at Soundstage. Mm-hmm. I love that that started at seven. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. opener came on at seven or whatever, and like we were out there by we were out of there by like nine ten o'clock. Right. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. saw that was amazing. We went to show at the Auto Bar. It was Gulch Drain. A few other hardcore bands. Whole show hour and fifteen minutes. I Ooh. loved it. I was oh, yeah. in by Perfect. eight, out by nine twenty. Was... We're getting old. <laughs> Hour and a half show. Every band uses the same gear. gear no sure. switch up. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. No, we went to uh, that festival at the Auto Bar, uh, disturbing the peace, and they all just cab shared. Oh, I wanted to go to that. Oh, Bands yeah, cra- cranking out their time frames. Quick ten minute flip over. I have a couple out. buddies that are on that. I guess they're newer. That detonate the band called yeah. Detonate. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know Abe and Pat. And they're, they're kind of cool. I kind of like them. They oh, opened yeah. up their tight, dude. They're sick. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. I, I like them a lot. Man, I saw this. I had never listened to them before. I had like heard like one song. Have you ever heard of this band Buggin' from Chicago? So I saw that like they were playing with Turnstile on one of their tours, and I checked them out. Yeah, this, they're, pretty, they're pretty neat. That I, band I fucking them. blew me away. The live show is better than the recordings, but like they, I think they stole the show like literally like midway through the day. Really? Like they had the craziest crowd reaction by far. Like, they have a chick vocalist. That's what I was about so. to ask. Is yeah. there a vocalist, a female? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right oh, on. Yeah. Right on. Have you guys heard Military Gun yet? Should listen to Military Gun. Good band. Add that to the list of costumes. <laughs> yeah. Can we start a hardcore band? Like all we boys? should. <laughs> well, yeah. we just I've did. always wanted. To. We just did. I've always wanted to you be just... in like a really angry band, and then Ooh, side. Yeah. So I was I was in Sideshow, but Sideshow was like heavier than hardcore. Almost like they were fucking. We that was like cold, shit, man. Cold what do you mean they? You were in yeah. it too. Huh? You wrote it. What do you mean, they? You were pissed as <laughs> the rest I mean, of I basically us came in with the songs that Mackenzie had already written, but like yeah, that shit was heavy. Band like, works. Dude, Ice T has a hardcore band. So can I. They got body a Grammy. Or, yeah, Body Count. Uh, bo- yeah, Body Count. They won. They won a Grammy last year. Wow. Did they really? Yeah, I know. Surprising. Did you guys see uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers just dropped a new song? <laughs> no. no, they got John Frusciante back though, didn't they? They did. I'm kind. I'm kind of hyped about that. Like, yeah. kind of. I don't know. That's like, it's cool that Is they're still making music, but like, I don't know. Those dudes are close to retirement age. Yeah. They're just like California, California. Well, didn't they play the Super Bowl show a couple years ago where they're like the guest of the Super Bowl show? Like the, yeah. su- the surprise guest. And they, they, were- they like chewed out the Super Bowl. They like weren't even plugged in. And like the drummer yeah, that's what like I was going to say. Apparently they weren't even like plugged in. They were just playing, playing I, to a backtrack or something. They like live that. recorded it two days before and they played the song out loud while they danced. I, wow. I, I think I remember seeing that that was because like 
I don't think the NFL lets you play live. Oh, like, really? I, I thought I, the weekend was thing. I, I think know. I think it has to be like it's it's like a live recording. So they'll like bring them into a studio and have them play a song live, and then they the weekend like pretend paid for to play it the, live. I thought the weekend's halftime show was great. And here's how I know there was a general uh, a generational divide because like oh, yeah. I got on Facebook after the weekend's halftime show, and all my coworkers that are in there for like forties and fifties are like, "That was the worst fucking shit I've ever that seen." Was one of my favorite. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that, that was incredible. He's, sing, he's actually <laughs> singing this shit. The weekend, like, because most of that goes with his tour too that he moved to arenas he paid for most of his halftime show compared yeah, to the nfl mil, I heard. yeah instead of cost costing the nfl money he like paid for it so he got a because little you don't more get like, paid to do the halftime show apparently is what i heard really that's what i heard yeah. that's interesting i mean i, I not, you probably have the, like a production I mean, that budget is like but the most you exposure you could ever well, have. I, was yeah. say, <laughs> I was gonna say it's exposure but also like if you're an artist that's played the super bowl i think you're already exposed <laughs> true, yeah, true. True. That's, yeah i guess that's true yeah. But, uh, yeah i mean he was like testing out some of his like shit for the tour and then he was like, I want to make this bigger than arenas. I'm doing stadium. And then he put out Dawn FM and it's like, Emily works for Live Nation. Like, it's like a whole up, you know, thing with him upgrading arenas. Nah, he's like a mega star. Now. Yeah. How'd you guys like Dawn FM? I fucking love it. Personally. I, I think it, I enjoyed it. I, I liked it. I don't think I liked it as much as the last one. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, not yeah. the last one. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I don't think there's any songs on there that are as good as like the three best songs on After Hours. Like, Gasoline is just such a bad Gasoline. Dude. I, I've never heard a song made me feel like I was in the past and the future at the same time. Take my breath is fucking gas. Yeah. That song kicks us. That's, yeah. That stretch of How Do I Make You Love Me through Out of Time yeah. is like straight bangers. I love Less Than Zero. Out of Time is a banger. Less Than Zero is also a banger. I'd, I'd have to go back and listen to that. I can one. picture like a hardcore cover of Less Than Zero. Or like a, like a, I can picture like Turnstile covering Less Than Zero and it sounded sick. I, I, I also really enjoyed the uh, the Jim Carrey cameos on this. <laughs> he, he, yeah. He's the perfect uh, voice to be like the radio Hell DJ. Yeah. So I've heard a couple albums lately where people use, like it's like that radio theme and they have like people like talk. Like the, Vince uh, Staples uh, Yeah, FM. Vince Staples FM, which I still think is yep. the best thing he's ever made. That shit rocked. I love his most recent I think yeah. I like his most recent. It movie. all makes me feel like the Warriors with just like the radio broadcast over the top of it. Attention, boppers, <laughs> or, 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 calling all hey, boppers, something cool like guys. that. Or the the my my only complaint about the last Vince Staples album is that there wasn't more of it. It's like twenty three minutes yeah. long, yeah. and yeah. like that's the best. That's the best review you, you can give. Right basically, the give, beat, him, give the, him wanting more. Not the beat selection yeah. on this. I mean, it's Kenny Beats Kenny that did beat, the entire thing. That was a collab. Do you you guys see the? I think it's a tiny desk that he did. Yeah. It was sick. He played live. Kenny it Beats was, played it was Ken, live, right? Kenny Beats is on it, yeah. yeah. I like that, that Kenny Beats awesome. is doing like these like full projects with people. Like, what was it? Uh, the Denzel so, Curry. Oh three Greedo. They did like that entire yes. album with him. And then fucking Denzel Rico. Curry did like an EP he, that was did like... Did he do Rico Nasty too? I, I think that's... I think so. But the fucking Denzel Curry, Kenny Beats, uh, it was like an EP. I think it was only like six or seven uh, songs. That shit was nuts. See, I, yeah. yeah, I like when artists do that. See, I'm kind of... Kind of backtracking to this, I'm kind of that way. Like I said, I was telling you, where, like I find a producer I like on there, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll literally just I'll do like a whole seven to eight song like EP of just all there. I don't know why it's like this weird thing I have where I feel like they all have to be by the same guy. They have like that same too, because I'm like a concept album kind of guy. I've always been like a concept album kind of guy, and it has to be like this one thing. So like f- full transparency, I was I I know nothing about like the like higher level like rap production process, but I, I like coming from punk music like i i can only think of working with like one producer the whole time and like that one guy coming up with all the beats when in reality i feel like at that like highest level of rap music i mean they have it's probably not even the artists they probably have guys that work for them that are just like listening to beats all fucking day and Mm -hmm. like 
picking which ones they're going to throw like $20,000 at or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they just get like 20 of those yeah. and wrap gonna, over them. I was going to say, if you, if you look at like, uh, like credits for like really, really like incredible rap albums, there's like a million producers yeah. that like, yeah. so all apparently have their hands in it. Like, like what they'll do is like, they'll throw a bag at a producer and they'll send them a folder full of beats and they just pick the ones they want. Okay. That's like, smart. Yeah. That's smart. Yep. Yeah. I, I wish I knew more about that. Yeah, that's just that's just the way I am. Like, what's yeah, I don't know. I just always been that. Like, everything has to be like one idea and one out. Like, all everything I've ever done is kind of been like a concept project. Yeah. And, so, and most of them have all been like the same producer, and if not the same producer, all the beats had that same like vibe or tone to. It. So, who's your who's your go to guy? This guy named Chemist from like New York. Nice. So I like I did that little intro. All the beats. Right on. And, have you have you ever met him in person? Or no, is that, no, nice. no. Never met never met any of them in person. But yeah, that's like my go to guy. And I actually have a bunch. Of like half songs written of current shit he has on his website right now. Hell yeah. Um, that's what I do. I'll just randomly start writing shit. I just never do it. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I just get, I just get super distracted and I'm, I, I find a hard time finding inspiration, motivation. I get discouraged super easily. And like I said, I have so many other hobbies going on. It's hard for me to stay. That's no wonder I can't find the motivation. I'm so, I'm so busy. And especially cause that one's bringing stress. And I think negative, like you get discouraged when you do other things that bring just there. Yeah. Uh, everything gets stressful if you, you know, care enough about it. Sure. Fine, but sure. If you're out here winning championships every time you touch a fucking football, I don't blame <laughs> you for getting knocked Yeah. In, in other news, like what NFL think- team has a QB, QBs on their roster where you feel like if that team were to come out today and be like, we have an emergency, we're having tryouts, who, which teams QBs do you think you'd have a legitimate shot at unseating in the NFL right now? Like an invincible um, situation. First of all, I'm way too small. I would get absolutely wrecked. <laughs> but you're saying like what my style emulate, what my style of flag football play emulates, like what system would I fit? No, no. I'm saying hypothetically, which teams could you, like which quarterbacks? If you drank, a, I got bigger juice, like the three inches you needed. <laughs> um, hypothetically, let, let, let's say. Let's How many say, NFL quarterbacks are you? You think you're nicer than Jimmy G. Let's say you, <laughs> let's say you take, let's say you take so. your skills and, and put your skills into an NFL ready physique. Which team are you walking on to right Uh-oh. now? <laughs> Got to be a team with a good offensive corner. Because, dude, com- be, to be completely honest with you, I don't read defense. I okay. just fucking snap the ball and I read and react. Yeah. I feel like the Ravens would be like a, a oh. good fit for you, boy. <laughs> no, and, and even. <laughs> or like, you know, teams with guys. Did like you play that. football in high school? Not, sorry. So I didn't like grow until after I graduated. I was super undersized. Like when I played football in like middle school, going into high school, my age. With my age, I had to play 160-pound football, and I was yeah. literally half of that. I was 80 pounds. Shit. So I was a super late bloomer, and, like, I finally started— I grew at, like, getting, 19. I grew, like, four inches. Yeah, I, I, I grew way too late. But, I, you know, I'm glad I didn't peak in high school. And I, sure. You know, I, I'm glad I wasn't that guy. But, like, I—so I, I, I went out for the team. Like, senior year, I was, like, on the team. We were having two days. I was on the team, and I kind of just quit because back then, like I said, I was undersized. I didn't think I was ever going to play, which is kind of a shit attitude. But I wasn't like the fierce competitor that I am today back then. Yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't have that same mindset. And plus, Kyle Fuller was the quarterback there at St. Joe. Oh, shit. And he was like a track star. And he's obviously a Pro Bowl cornerback right, okay. now, right now. And so they ran like a spread offense with him. So like, I'm never going to play over this guy anyway. It's just kind of like a waste of time. Are you playing quarterback? I'm sorry, what? Were you playing quarterback? At yeah, the I was going out for quarterback. Like, yeah, that's oh, what I was going to yeah. do. Like, NFL. Against NFL, NFL Pro, Bowl. Pro Bowler Kyle. <laughs> yeah, so but he ended up... He ended up... Did he go I, to high school? I didn't know he went to St. Joe. Yeah, he went to St. Joe, yeah. Um, you guys friends? 
you were in the same homeroom and everything. Yeah, Fuller, Frampton, same homeroom. Hell yeah. crazy. Yep. See, and, you taught him everything. Yeah, taught him. <laughs> <laughs> the funny story, though, is like halfway through the season, I guess he was like stumbling and tried to hold himself up and tore all the ligaments in his throwing hand. So like his fingers went up in size, swollen, and he ended up being out for this. So Damn. he ended up having to start this like sophomore for the rest of the year. So like I actually would have like ended up playing. Is that what caused to switch to corner or just competitive? No, no, he, he played corner too. Yeah. And but he was the best athlete, you know, in so high school. He you played put, both ways. Yeah. yeah. And oh, in high school, shit. you put your best athlete on the field at quarterback. Yeah. I was going to venture to say probably like half of the NFL played quarterback in high school. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. So shit. That, that was the thing there. Yeah. So I just didn't play. I was just quit. I wasn't the same. You know, I was yeah. a super late bloomer undersized. Now look wasn't. at him. He has no championships and you have plenty. <laughs> come on. the Come on. The Dude, podcast, like, like, Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller kissed the rings. I wish you would come I on here him. and try and talk to us. I wish you would have came to the Ravens. I wish the Cowboys had him. But um, yeah, like like I said, I'm, I mean, I'm glad it like peak in high school, even though that would have been fucking sick to play like high school. It just wasn't my time. Sure. It just the timing. It just wasn't my time. Yeah. And now it is. It just wasn't. <laughs> it's now. still not your time yet. We're we're only getting better. Now I think anytime Nick's like, ah, oh, yeah, I have this this weekend. I send him like James Winston sucking his fingers. I'm like, go eat a W. <laughs> like, I don't go back and be like, you eat a W. He's like, yeah. Like every time he has a show, I have a fucking tournament to go to. I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. I, I swear I'm gonna make yeah. it out one of these days. Yeah. You gotta win championships. I gotta make thirty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like but, we make like, and we, no, we, make, we make we get paid. Yeah, we got paid well to play with Puddle of Mud. Yeah, so yeah, that I that was how sick was that? Like nah, it's it's sick for, it was sick for, it was <laughs> sick for <laughs> Puddle of Mud, maybe. That like, how like literally sick was it? Like it was one of the strangest sick. nights of my life. <laughs> it was play? so weird. It was in a two thousand cap strip club. Wow. Early in the like we played like before concert times. And so like we still played for probably like 150 people, but they were just really spread out in this giant strip club room. I will we say they, they, really pa- well. they, they pampered us. They gave us fucking all access. I'm um, finger quotes. Uh, okay, I got to go laminates nice. to walk around the fucking club. And the shit. sound was fucking awesome. I'll give him that. Like, it sounded really good. There's like good a guy there, who doesn't but... do shows and he paid like way too much to get the sound, like equipment and stuff, which is good for us. But like, yeah, we sounded great. You guys probably sounded better than they did. I did. Straight yeah. up. Uh, they couldn't get through their music, but we also, they were very tight. It was, I felt really bad for the rest of the band because like the, the three other dudes were just like locked in and then the vocalist is just like very clearly like on heroin. Just like uh, performing. I was going to say I had to leave early, so I missed the, the main event, but Joe, yeah. Joe, give us your uh, your full review. We also we found out they've always been just him and whoever's behind him. They were never a band. Fred Durst like yeah. put Wes Gantlin on. And so, like, whoever, but his... So jo- he is Puddle of Mud. The rest... The yeah, but he can't, is, yeah. Wow. But he can't do anything. And Joe and I, like, watched the rest. Of, he so- showed up very, very late, hours late. Joe and I were there when they sound checked, and they sounded fucking awesome. And then he came in and just looked it up. I remember Rich, Rich and I got there, like, maybe... 30 minutes before we had to play and the promoter like pulls all the bands over for like an impromptu meeting and he's like all right guys look so uh here's the deal west scantland is still in dc oh my <laughs> we're, we're dc like, to west virginia yeah <laughs> wow. I, I didn't think he was gonna make it honestly <laughs> and honestly they, they kind of played like right on time yeah. it was weird because wow. like beforehand they were like puddle of mud as a gig in like detroit tomorrow and they gotta leave like immediately so like puddle of mud's gonna be done at 10 o'clock so they can leave and they were they were gonna shorten everybody in front of uh, Puddle of Mud set list to like twenty minutes and fucking like literally right before like we were like all right we won't play three of these songs and then like right before we're about to play he's like actually funny story we need you guys to play for as long as possible yeah. <laughs> was there a decent amount of people there yeah that's good that's a decent little exposure for you then right yeah Hell I mean yeah. Uh, if we 
Have we ever played West Virginia? Was that the first time we've been there? No, nah, because we played Harper's Fair. We did? Shack. Oh, shit. Yeah, weird little we did church. play the show. Oh, that one even, we brought Fetus with us. And Eddie, being being a person of color, I, like, I talked to him before, too. And I was like, we're in West Virginia. I don't think any of these, like, hicks have seen, like, a black man singing a rock band. I was like, go out there and, like, kill that shit, man. Hell like, yeah. yeah. And for him, That's that one, too. John Love is the drummer? Yeah. yeah. Yep, I, I got it all. Oh, yeah. oh we, had a, we had a long night. <laughs> no, but because we, we stayed out that way and, like, we are in a strip club and playing. So, we're like, why are you rushing to go home early? We, like, got hotel okay. rooms that night. and They played at Fishhead. And the thing is, everyone joke. If the show was at Fishhead, I wouldn't have taken it because, but I do want that show in West Virginia. I feel like out there it does really well. Dude, Fishhead gets the most bizarre art. Like Aaron, uh, Aaron Carter played there. Mushroom Head. Yeah. Yeah. We tried to play that show and they were like, no. <laughs> uh, uh, another, but uh, yeah, they got all the weird. Trap. 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 I was, yeah, they played they're, acoustic. Head PE, oh, like the the calling would come through there. Trying to picture a, a acoustic head strong right now. Yeah. <laughs> head PE is a perfect example of head the type PE of band is, that we get. Jimmy's Chicken Shack. Didn't mush- yeah, Mushroom like Head play oh, a fish um, head. Uncle Cracker? Maybe? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm for real, though. Yeah, I was down on the block, coming full circle. When I was down there the following week, they had a Miss New Booty contest with Bubba Sparks as the judge. Wow. Okay, respect. Yeah. <laughs> they got really good sushi. Shout out Bubba Sparks, big friend of the pod. Holly Park, Bubba Sparks. <laughs> we should get Bubba Sparks in the pod. I, don't, I feel like it's not within, <laughs> not, not out of no. the question. It probably know? wouldn't like, even cost you much. To be honest with you, it's not. Some people, I've touched them out. It's like We almost got like a pretty famous professional wrestler, like $2,000. But I was <laughs> really? like, I don't have 2000 One day you'll be begging me to be on my podcast. You're scary. And I think I'll it's show funny. you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm actually going to see him Sunday at this wrestling event. Can you remember me, Bubble? That's not his name. <laughs> have, have you ever tried to like reach out to an artist and get like a feature on your album? Like Maybe there's a vocalist out there you want to do like a... No. And if I did, it would be someone that would benefit us more like that way. I don't need another man to yell for me. Anyone that I would have really like, we've had I've had two people ever. You one is on the side, Sherry P. It's the dude from Thirty Nights of Violence, just because I wanted uh, someone I wanted to work with. And then uh, Brian from Have Mercy is on the Birthright record, so it's people okay. that I wanted to work with, and I guess do something different than me to bring a different element. But I'm not like I really want this other man yell for me. You're gonna let another man yell in your album? Oh no! <laughs> Get out of town! And I just haven't like I don't. Even, uh, people have asked. Oh, don't worry, all our friends. But dude, let me yell. Let me yell. Mm-hmm. No. So, two part question: Who do you think you could realistically get that you would like to have feature on your album? That's part one. Part two: If you could have anyone feature on one of your records or one of your songs, one the first one they actually kind of go down together. I if I worked hard enough, I might be able to get the dude from Two Shame. One the unrealistic one. Oh, if Kanye and I could, <laughs> yeah. if, if Kanye, Kid Cudi, and I could all just moan on a song, yeah. it would be um. Yeah, if if I, if I could ever just like get. Kanye in the same room and have him just just yeah. say whatever comes to mind. I, I would fucking lap it up. Leave like, poop scoop all on your song. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People, even like anytime I've worked on something, I've been like, I'm gonna. Here's what I'm. I'm done. Let me know where you want to add and like write your own shit. I'm not. Like, write, yeah, right. Sing what I wrote. I'm like, do what you want with this creative outlet because that's what I got you for, and I want you to bring your own. Right. Imagine handing Kanye your lyrics and being like, <laughs> you're gonna do this. Hell yeah. I, I I miss when bands used to do shit like that. Like I said, like when bands used to make splits, yeah. cover each other's songs. Yeah. Like I think um, Title Fight had a guy from Transit sing one of his songs at the end. Uh, Symmetry, I think. Oh yeah. At the it, very it, end, that's the guy from Transit. The Touche More Title Fight split where they did each other's we were songs. We just talking yeah, about that. Yeah, such yeah. a nice thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, that one rocked. I hit up. Uh, I was gonna get a feature from Mikey Rocks from the Cool Kids one time. 
and it was only 500 bucks. Really? And I feel like I was being sick. You got to pull the trigger on that. <laughs> I should have did it because I felt like our styles at the time, like it, he would have sounded cool on my. If I, I could have know. one person, it would definitely be my fiance, Emily. <laughs> Shout out, Emily. Emily, please come back and be on my song. She's gone. We lost her, guys. <laughs> Fuck. It's like part of me wants to take all my Psych shit off Spotify and like remaster because the quality is just so bad. Are you with, with your newfound sobriety and the fact that you haven't, well, I shouldn't say newfound, and you said it's been like two years, right? I gotta say, you picked a hell of a time to get sober, brother. Yeah. <laughs> true, true, true. Dude, and it's, it's not like I had a problem. I wasn't an alcoholic or abused drugs. It was just literally just a personal choice because I was spending so much money on it. And I, I realized, like, first of all, it's not good for you. True. And, and I was just making bad decisions. It was just a waste of time and money. Like, I, what's the point of going out and like, not remembering what you do? I don't know. It was just a personal choice, personal choice that I made. And I'm glad I did. I wish I would have did it a lot sooner. Honestly, dead ass, if I could go back. And, change, and and never have consumed any alcohol and spent wasted all that time partying. I would I would change every step. Get some straight edge tattoos on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I were to have done to done done the same thing in my life, I feel like that would have drastically changed the trajectory of it for sure. So, I mean, I, I think it's a smart decision. Yeah, I'm definitely glad I did it. We were we were gonna say with my newfound sobriety, what? Oh yeah, but with your sobriety and um the fact that you haven't uh. Did you say it's been three years since you, uh, you put so, out music? So uh, November of 2019, it was my birthday. I actually stopped drinking. The last time I drank was the night of my birthday in, 20, in November. Right, but the, the last time you put out music. Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah. So last time, yeah, I was definitely like drinking a lot. And yeah, so I used to like self-medicate like by drinking a lot. And I would like, sometimes I would like take a Xanax with it so I could forget the world sure. for a little bit. Like, But the thing about me is I've never had an addictive person. I've never really been addicted to anything, but I would definitely self-medicate and abuse things. And you do know? you feel like that was a huge influence on your music? Yeah, I think it was like, you know, it was it was an outlet for me other than drinking and stuff like that. It was like a sober outlet for me, I guess you could say. And, and you know, obviously music, especially like in the hip-hop realm, is a lot, a lot of it's based on like drinking and partying. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm trying to imagine like a future album where he's like not Not, doing drugs anymore. (laughs) Like what's future have to talk about? Exactly. Especially we were all obsessed with Wiz Khalifa and literally his whole just aesthetic was partying. Yes. And I got, we got so wrapped up in that. And that's actually part of the reason I started drinking and partying at a very young age too, like 13. I was like, I was getting drunk at 13, you know? It's weird. I started smoking weed like way before I started drinking. Yeah, like, see, I was the opposite. Yeah, I, I, did, opposite. I didn't really start, get, like, drinking until, like, senior year of high school probably is when I, like, Everybody's first different. started going to parties, like, all the time. But, like, I started smoking when I was, like, It a just blows my school, mind but... how, like, normalized it is. It's actually even kind of glorified or glamorized. It's kind of, like, even, like, encouraged in society. Like, it's a cool thing to do Shit, to drink. Euphoria is, like, the hottest show see, right now. All right. So, <laughs> have you started it yet? I, I'm, like, I'm on, like, the first episode. Yeah, I haven't okay. really dove into it yet, but I, I know. I, I, I get it. You I know? didn't think I was gonna like it. It's fucking brilliant. It's a great show. Yeah. Like I did it's like the least interesting thing to me, like the drama of high schoolers, but like it's so well made. A twenty four made it. So it's not like Okay, okay. Like it's definitely got like a weird like vibe to it. I don't know. But it's it's like a really dark show, but it's, it's not fucking, like the skin. Well, Apparent, not like the American skin. I, oh, I, yeah, I, I, I never, that that was I never watched skins, but everybody makes it seem like the UK skins is like just way fucking better. Of like, course. I, don't know. I I always imagined that would be like you ever watch like the British version of the uh, the Office. No, yeah, but I know people say the American version is better, right? Yeah, yeah. at least I want. They also just have like a way different fucking sense of humor gotcha. than we yeah. do. Like I was, I tried to watch the British Office, and I was like, is this supposed to be like like I don't understand? <laughs> like, and then there are people who say like the American Office will never hold a candle to it. 
what's funnier, The Office or It's Always Sunny? I'm in It's Always Sunny kind of. I don't think The Office is bad. But. So I, I've never, I, I've never actually seen either of them like front to back. Me but, uh It's Always Sunny definitely appeals to me more. Me like, too. I, I, I think it's funnier. I don't think I've yet. I don't know. I've I've seen all of The Office like a million times, but like it's always sunny. Like I just watch like intermittently. Uh-huh. Like I forget it's still on. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Well, they're also like I don't know, very different senses of humor, and also fucking always sunny is like for it's like rated M for mature. Like <laughs> yeah. Office, maybe that's why it appeals yeah. to me. True, true. To be honest, The Office was on like NBC and like fucking yeah, always sunny. Like they were just given the green light to like do whatever they wanted and like be awful look immediately. And like the office, you know, NBC is NBC. I mean, I guess they have like some shows that are a little edgy, but it's still like network. Like that's the TV. comp, right? Yeah. That's 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 the that's the comparison. It's always the office and it's always sunny, right? That's like the two things. They came out of like I think yeah. so. I they think came so. out at the same time, so mm-hmm. it's like I love those choose between two things kind of yeah. things. Oh yeah, Dennis from It's Always Sunny is just the. He's just fucking hilarious. Uh, dude, yeah. He's hilarious. He's that guy is fucking. Brilliant. It's like he's brilliant on the show, but then you like, I don't know. It's like a weird thing where I know people that like almost like idolize that guy, and those people are like kind of fucking crazy, like a little bit. <laughs> like there's this dude I went to high school with, and he's just like, like I'm waiting for this dude to like shoot up a post office or some shit. But like <laughs> all the time, he's like I identify with Dennis from Always Sunny. He's my favorite character. He's definitely cynical as fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah fucking sociopath really like, all right guys what are your super bowl betting lines i don't know i've been wrong about the Bengals the whole time so. yeah they've, they've been the underdog <laughs> like, every game let's preface this who do you who do you want to win? the rams i'm in a situation where i love odell i love stafford i love joe, joe but uh but uh I, I'm, I'm in a situation where i just want to see a good game I'm, i'd be happy for both of them yeah either i won't one that wins. i won't be mad if the bengals win but it's like they're in our division so it's like it i think hits, i'm the same way it's a little it, bit different if they win you know it's like kind of annoying if if joe burrow wins but at the same time it's also cool like right, it, yeah. it's cool to see a uh, a franchise that's like traditionally sucked ass mm-hmm. like turning around i love you got it. that it factor man that's a thing it's, it's a thing the eye test, the it factor, like those are things. Like not everything shows up on on stat sheet. Like he went, he just wins he's a winner. Dude, the 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 fucking the LSU like cigar video Dude, is right? incredible to Dude, watch. And LSU's and, their media team, whoever it is, like that hype video for that national cha- Dude, they are sick. Yeah, I they saw. Sick. I saw someone said uh, it was like immediately after they won the game. This dude on Twitter was like that LSU cigar video about to hit the timeline like crack in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like, I don't care who wins. I like a lot of players on both teams. Being a football fan, um, but I think the Rams. Man, I think the biggest deciding factor in football. I think. Who wins in the trenches? Yeah, and I think the Rams have Jalen Ramsey or Jamar Chase. They're gonna battle. <laughs> They're gonna be battling. I think maybe slight advantage to Ramsey because the experience and such. Sure, but I just think actually Ramsey also has the advantage because, like I said, I think they're gonna win in the trenches. And yeah, DB's best friend is a front seven. So. Who's who's gonna? Well, gonna their O line is their biggest issue. Well, I was gonna correct? say the Bengals get like the Bengals keep finding ways to win despite the fact that their offensive line has played like fucking right. terrible Which in every game. Shocking. Yeah. Was it the Titans game? Joe Burrow got sacked nine, nine times. times. He sacked he got, himself a couple of them. He got though. sacked nine times like, and still won held, the game. He held the ball a little too long. A couple of them. But so you're looking at a terrible offensive line versus the scariest 
football player on planet Earth. Yeah, true, exactly. <laughs> true. And even if they double him, Von Miller's really starting to, he's back in game shape, I think. Mm-hmm. And he's back. Leonard you know, Floyd's been having group. good games yeah. for See, him. Like, like, I think they're just gonna. I think they're gonna win in the trenches, and I think that, that's why I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win. Joe Burrow's gonna be on the ground a lot in the Super yeah, Bowl. I will say not. that. I, I, I for some reason I really want to see Matt Stafford win too. Yes, I want to see Matt Stafford get a How ring, man. Not... Like he he did his time. Detroit man, he fucking did his Literally time. Literally It was kind of how I felt when LeBron finally won with the Heat. Like, yeah, like everybody was mad that he went to the Heat, but it's like I just had to watch this dude play for the fucking worst organization in pro sports yeah. for ten years. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, and even get close with yeah. them. He was mm. getting close. Yeah, yeah. Stafford didn't stand a chance on the Lions, no. man. No. no, he he deserves it, man. He's one of those guys that don't that never really got enough credit. I guess probably because of who he played for. Dude, he was the backup quarterback, like fantasy king. Yeah, in, hell yeah! Like the Even, best guy that you could get yep. on waivers at any time that would put up like a thirty-point game and lose. Him, Philip Rivers, <laughs> Tony Romo, guys yep. like that. What's well, weird is I was just thinking about it earlier. Like we really just watched like the last like the great generation we grew up with. Like all these quarterbacks retired: Drew Brees, yeah, fucking man. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and I was like who are like the grizzled veteran quarterbacks at this point? And it's like, Rogers. obviously Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. then like Roger Stafford, Ryan. Well, I was going to yeah. say Rogers. And then to me, Matt Stafford is and Matt Ryan. You know, the, yeah. those are, that's the, that's those it. are the old heads now. Shit, like, Russell's yeah. 32. Yeah. yeah. Shit. They won the Super Bowl eight years ago. I was like, what? That was eight years ago. Are you fucking kidding me? I keep Damn. forgetting Russell Wilson's did, old now. I was going to say, did you just say Russell Wilson is 32? Yeah, he's that, like 32. Yeah. Sure. Holy shit. Yeah. It's wild. It's weird. I, I actually saw Russell Wilson play in college. Uh, he played for NC State before the last season. He transferred yeah, to Wisconsin. Con- yeah, correct. Yeah. And I saw Russell Wilson play against Maryland in that game. Torrey Smith had five touchdowns oh. ag- against Russell Wilson's NC State. How about they matched up Russell Wilson against Mac Jones in the QB challenge on the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge? Like, that's, did they really? Can you believe that when when Mahomes and Herbert were your other options? <sighs> And he just completely annihilated. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to ruin it. You probably you haven't, I haven't seen, seen it yet. It, no. But yeah. I mean, dude, I mean, Russell's one of the best throwers of the football I've ever seen. One of the most act. He throws the best deep ball by far. We, we didn't get into this, but who would you say like stylistically are your are your uh, influences in football? Oh, stylistic. So you know what's crazy? I was never like big Michael Vick guy. You know what I mean? And it's weird because I kind of like I'm a mobile. I, when I play quarterback, I'm I run around and sure, sure, throw on the run and shit like that. I uh. I always, it's weird because like I, I always love like skill players more than QBs. Like Des Bryant's my favorite player of all time. Sure, sure. But when it comes to QBs, I, you know what's weird? Not guys like me. Like I loved Philip Rivers. Okay, loved him. That like I, I just always loved him. I don't mind. Culture, Chargers, Philip Rivers. Yeah, yeah Chargers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was gonna say shout out Ravens legend Des Bryant. <laughs> 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 they didn't use him enough. I don't think. I don't think so either. No, I think we could, we could have done stuff Hell with him. Yeah. I was really happy with Sunday. I thought it was cool. Right. It was a long. You guys, you guys have had a hard on for him for a long time. We yeah. actually stole him from you. Well, draft. I was gonna say we wanted to draft him, and then you guys took him, and, and then we and tra- we traded back, and I think that was the draft we took Sergio Any, Kendall. Anytime <laughs> he was, anytime he was like even somewhat close to being available, the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kyle Vince Young. Okay, I, I'm a Texas fan. Dude. Hell uh, yeah! So Vince Young is my dog. I think he Jeff Fisher ruined him. He's actually, you know, he's like 30 and 19 as a starter, starting record. Yeah. Really? Yeah. There was a game when he was like real young and they beat the piss out of us. Yeah, <laughs> he single-handedly took the Titans yeah. to the, he, was, he got on the Madden cover every yeah. year. True, like, true. Jeff Fisher just ruined him. But yeah, so coming out, I, like, like, I, like I said, I watch a lot of college football. Like Vince Young, uh, Colt McCoy right after him. Okay, um, okay. Johnny Manziel. I, I don't care. Dude, bro. Johnny Manziel is care. a legend. He's top Dude. five college QB ever. Yeah. Dude, th- those those college highlights were fucking ridiculous. Dude. 
Him and Mike saying, Evans, man. Mike right. Evans was people just... People try to say Mike Evans, like, made him. But he, his bet... When he beat Bama, Mike Evans didn't even have a good game. He he beat him. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Threw five tutties. When I'm sorry, he threw five tutties in the loss to Bama. And then he beat Bama, too. Um, Yeah, I love, love me some Johnny Manziel. I loved Lamar in college. Big thing on that. Oh, yeah. That was, like, one of the first times that, that since I've been a Ravens fan where we actually, like, drafted the player I wanted us to take all Hell along yeah. Lamar. And I was so mad because that was the draft we took Hayden Hurst. And I was like, fucking, we took Hayden Hurst. After we traded back, we traded back twice and then took Hayden Hurst. And I wanted us to take Lamar at like 16. Hell yeah. And then we draft Hayden Hurst. And I like, literally, you can go on my Facebook, whatever the day of the memory is. And I was like, this stupid ass trash franchise. We, <laughs> we didn't draft Lamar Jackson. We took a fucking 25 year old <laughs> tight end that needs a haircut. And then it's like literally like 30 minutes later, I was like, never mind. I love this team. Let's go. Yeah. I can't believe you went there. Whatever. Hayden Hurst was like super fast. Coming Imagine if they still had him. They'd have, they'd have a fast ass off. Yeah. But um, where did, where did he go? Right it, after we tried him to the, the Falcons. Wait, college? Oh, you college? college? No, no. We, oh. we we drafted Hurst and then we traded him after like a two years? Atlanta, two years, Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta. Traded him to the and Falcons. Got Kyle Pitts. Like... <laughs> we drafted J.K. Dobbins with the pick that became wow. fair. Came okay. from Hayden Hurst. So I think that's so pretty like, fair. Leave it up. They draft the tight end every year. Yeah. Like, it never fails. Man, I think about Darren Waller all the time. Oh, my God. We, draft, we drafted Darren Waller. Yeah. He was on your practice squad, too. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I don't know. They showed uh when I watched the hard knocks, like uh, the Raiders hard knocks, they were like, you know, running a little clip about him. And like when he was playing for the Ravens, like he had like a severe like pill and like heroin yeah. addiction. It was like literally coming to practice like high on Oxycontin. And there was like a clip from like his like rookie training camp. And like they're at the practice facility and Harbaugh's like, Wall, are you good? Like, you sure you're good? <laughs> like in the middle of practice. Like, it, it's crazy to me to think that uh like what level do you have to be at athletically to be showing up to NFL practice fucking smacked mm-hmm. and tangling with other NFL players and, and like being not getting cut immediately, like having a career. It's fucking crazy. He's a freak athlete. We really whiffed on that one. That's going to hurt forever. But I think he didn't want to be, <laughs> yeah. you know, even if you wanted to keep him, I think he kind of wanted environment. Like he said he couldn't be in Baltimore. That's fair. Yeah. It's, that's I mean, fair. that's a, not the place to come if you're a heroin addict. I've heard like the capital of the world, right? I was gonna say I've never done heroin, but I heard our stuff's pretty good. (laughs) So so he went to a more pure city like Las Vegas. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Actually, yeah. I mean, shit, Las Vegas probably gets their heroin from Baltimore. Right. (laughs) True. True. Don't do heroin, listeners. You're listening at home. It's your PSA. Or do do it and end up like NFL Pro Bowl tight end <laughs> Wallace. <laughs> all right, pick between John Wick or Jason Bourne. John Wick, John Wick all day. Really? Oh, all right, hand all to hand, day, hand bro. to hand combat. Jason Bourne. Yeah, yeah. John, I think John Wick wins a gunfight for sure. I say John Wick is primarily known for shooting people in the head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's really good <laughs> at it. <laughs> but Jason Bourne, if they if they if they were throwing the hands, I think. I don't know if it's technically a hand to hand or not, but didn't fucking John Wick like jam a pencil into someone's forehead? In, yeah, like, it was no, it was movie? the uh, the dude from the Clippers that was in the John Wick movie. Was it really? It was yeah, Boban Marjanovic. Oh, he was Bo- Bobby was in John yeah, Wick. Was John, I've never even seen the John Wick. It was John Wick three. The, oh, begin, shit. the beginning of the movie. Bobby's in the movie, and John Wick fights him hand to hand, and eventually he like slams his. It's like the uh, the Dark Knight where he like yes. slams his head onto the table with oh, the pencil. Wow. He kills Bob Amanovich with a pencil. Damn. 
Jason Bourne put a ball pen, pen, ballpoint pen in someone's hand. Well, I was going to say, I also I think about the one Bourne movie where Jason Bourne killed the dude with the phone book, the book and that was yes. some of the hardest yeah, yeah, shit yeah. I've yes. ever seen. I watched all those movies over the last three days. I don't know why. I just went on like a fucking Jason Bourne movie kick. Hell yeah. The last weekend. I haven't seen the Jason Bourne movies in like fucking probably like eight years. Dude, re- at least. dude rewatch. Dude. That's I, fucking good. I, Matt, some, Matt Damon is top five. Dude. I don't care what no one says. <laughs> for yeah, some reason, if you were in your office, we'd be having this conversation face to face. That was like the hardest. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was literally just about to say that line stuck with me. He's like, he's like, where are you? He's like, I'm in your office. He's like, if that was true, we'd be having this conversation face to face. I haven't seen that movie in eight years, and that line just sticks with me. I was I watching, but you know, what kind of ruined like all movies for me from here on out is. I never realized how much they enhance the sound effects in fights. Like he pistol whips this guy in the head and, and it sounds like whoosh. <laughs> like it's a like clear as day an enhanced fake sound. Oh, and it yeah, kind of yeah. ruined it like ruined movies for me. I think yeah. uh I feel like I, I I don't know that much but I feel like uh, isn't pretty much like every sound in movies that's how well you're done, able done to blend on the back end, in, I like, guess. I like, yeah, foot, maybe, but, like, but noticing like, it like ruined it for me. Like yeah. I'm sure like when you listen to music it, it's probably not as pleasurable for you because you're like picking apart the the like you're picking apart like the whoever mixed and mastered it right like even though i can't listen to bad recordings like the let live album i think they're good songs but both of them just like sound bad it's not pleasurable it made me think of the since you said that the human fucking giant. the human giant skit where they're showing you how they make like the sound effects for movies yeah and it's like normally you would think they would like do the something se- simple to normal. make yeah they would do some like they would like snap celery and it's someone getting their neck broken but the whole skit is like doing that shit in reverse like they break a guy's <laughs> neck to like emulate the sound of celery the sound getting of snapped in the counter is the same as a body being thrown into a ditch yeah <laughs> it's like this, yeah he's throwing his keys on the counter and you hear like a trash bag of a person right. getting thrown in you, you see at the end of it, it's the scene of the guy walking into his house and all the sounds are like clearly like people getting stabbed like, he like rings the doorbell and it's like someone getting killed with a hammer or some shit <laughs> i think that's called being a foley artist I'm not sure though, but I'm just imagine how sick a job that is. Like you're just like in a studio by yourself, like slapping steaks on tables and shit <laughs> to, like, to make noise. I saw. It, I think it was like a. It was like some sort of like animated Christmas theme. The way, or maybe it was Ice Age. It was the way they made the sound of them walking in the snow as they put like cornflakes and paper towels <laughs> and smushed them on the ground, and that sounded like them walking. I love that. The little, the little things. Foley I always wonder what that was. I don't know. You always, I, I, you watch some movie credits. He would know what the I fuck. Got, I got, yeah. I gotta know. I don't now. know. You watch, you watch movie credits and you see all these like random ass jobs these people have, and you're like, how the fuck did? <laughs> like, what is this person? What do they do? And I, it was like a couple months ago. I asked someone that like works on movies. I was like, what does a key grip do? And they explained it. Man, I forgot. Director of photography. But this is a movie, bitch. Uh, 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 confirming that? Foley artists makes the sound effects. What's the average wow. salary of a Foley artist? Ooh. That's a good question. Probably a lot of money. I always thought the coolest job would be the person who picks the soundtrack for a movie and like when and where they have the songs. It's like yeah. forgetting Sarah Marshall. His whole job is scoring that TV show they work on. It's just him like hitting the organ. Yeah. <laughs> like, Average salary for a Foley artist, 62K. It's not bad. No, yeah, to, to, to do something sounds. like that, that sounds way less stressful than most jobs. Hell yeah. Oh, for sure. And that's the average job. You know, like the person that's the Foley artist for like Marvel is probably like making a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of, I don't know. It's just like ruined movies for me. It's really how like fake that sound effect was of punching someone. Bad one. That's not what it sounds like when you punch someone in the face. So watch, right. watch Batman and Robin. That's a tough one because, like, they'll like hit someone and be like, Wee-oo. <laughs> Wee-oo. <laughs> It sounds so strange, but like, probably like fucking six or seven years ago, we took mushrooms and I was like watching a movie. Who did? 
<laughs> I don't know. Me, me and some people. Do you know who you're allegedly. in a fucking room with right now? <laughs> it, like, it like almost ruined the movie for me because I was just thinking to myself, I was like, this isn't a character in a movie. That's an actor playing a character in the movie. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a real mushroom thought right there. I'm like, this isn't allegedly. real. He's an actor. I'm going to fucking with you. We watched Straight Outta Compton one time and Easy E got sick, but I had a cough and I was on acid. Someone asked and I got a cough and he started coughing and I immediately felt the worst. I was like, my cough. AIDS. Not- AIDS I-, I was like, this is not a cold. I was like, I have AIDS. I, I feel so good. got that diagnosed from <laughs> easy and Wow. So for 10 minutes, that was the 10 minutes I had AIDS. <laughs> That's why I can't smoke weed, man. Like I- a lot of people... Yeah, I hate it. A lot I of people like, say that it like alleviates their stress and anxiety. Yeah. Some I'm like, people Dude, get AIDS. It fucking from it. intensifies mine yeah. beyond belief. Yeah. Well, that's that, that's why it's so weird for me to hear people say that because I'm like, yeah, you just what said like, like if I've had like a shit day and I smoke weed, I'm like, everything's fun. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, dude, like I, the the moment I inhale and like you get that like quick like burst to, to your head, like yeah. that rush, and like I literally think I have cancer right away. Yeah, like, I'm dying of fucking cancer. Oh, don't watch right straight now. out of Compton because they. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's just reminding me that like, I don't know how people smoke weed to like escape their problems when all it does is literally fucking create ones that don't even exist. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like uh, uh in in moderation. I'm just like you know I'm relaxed. I'm kind of high. If I get way too high, then it's like I feel my organs pulsing. When your bones are vibrating, I can feel my hair growing. Maybe I'm just smoking <laughs> fucking trash shit. <laughs> Either that or you're smoking really, really, really good weed. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that was the problem. Yeah. It's because to Nick doing like definitely not weed in a room somewhere. Is it because am I doing this right? <laughs> <laughs> smoking like Wiz Khalifa weed for the yeah. first time. Yeah, uh, I was yeah, like, I, that was like my biggest fucking influence. I wanted to be Wiz Khalifa. Are you Taylor Gang? Like, Taylor Gang or fucking or die, or dude. Taylor Gang or disappear in the Bermuda Triangle, dude. Taylor Gang or fucking <laughs> Taylor Taylor Gang or jerk off with sandpaper. Whoa. Taylor Gang uh, had a fucking grip on Ocean City Boardwalk stores for like three years. Is they weren't seeing any of it. They lost. The, they, they probably lost the copyrights and just. What's your favorite era of uh, Ocean City Boardwalk hoodie shop merch? The one we're in right now is pretty great. We, there's a lot of strange shit going Backwoods on. Woods hoodie yeah. Ocean City is, like, is, is pretty. The summer XXX Tentacion died. Oh, so they're still there. Mm. Like on a, when I was in Ocean City like a couple months ago, like I was trying to think of like the craziest fucking combo of shit I could get on like a shirt. <laughs> And I was ready to just get rest in peace XXX Tentacion with the Fortnite logo on <laughs> I haven't been to Ocean City since Juice World died, but I imagine that. Oh, he's everywhere. I bro. fucking hate that. Ocean City. Yeah. It's oh, I keep going. Someone described it perfectly. They said it's like if Walmart was a town. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or if like well, five below was a town. It has, fucking, oh, yeah. Sensations. It has a charm to it. I don't know. I can I can admit it's like trashy, but I've also been going. Now that there I'm since like I was over like over the like, age of fifteen, I like staying like sixtieth straight up. I always I think of like the magic of Ocean City when I was like a little kid, and I just associate it with that. But I can definitely admit it's like most of the worst people you've ever seen. It, it <laughs> like has a charm, City. but it, it that, sucks. I saw when I, probably this probably fifteen years ago. I saw like a five year old smoking a cigarette, and I was like, "What's happened?" That was the first time I realized I remember that, that this town yeah. is fucked. I'll say Ocean City is the only place I've stepped on a lit cigarette in my life. <laughs> Joe, one day Joe put an icy hot on his back and he laid in the sun all day and it reacted weird. And my mom dropped us off at the boardwalk. Joe's like pretty high and he like bumped into a mannequin and apologized. And I called my mom. I was like, Mom, you got to come get us. Joe's being weird. Joe's apologizing. <laughs> I also, I should tri- run my bag for that, by the way. We never talked about that icy hot. Also, that day I had someone make a hoodie and it looked like shit. And he was like, $40. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, give me a second. 
And I left Josh the store. Ryan. Well, I, I, don't know like, what to do, I left Trip and Joe in the store. Joe's, this guy's like, where's your brother with my money for the hoodie? And Joe's like, your boy? <laughs> Joe's looking at him. He's like a lizard person. He's like, give me the hoodie money. I'm surprised no one has tried to make like the airbrush shirt thing like fashionable. Like, we surprised. should do a birthright airbrush shirt. Yo, do it. Do a cookie monster hat with birthright. In the thing. That's like something Frank Ocean would wear to the Met Gala. To, like, yeah, that's. That, that is a great point. Can like, we do a re- we should know, do a rest- legitimately correct on that. Yeah. Uh, we should start selling rest in peace Joe and Josh merch because I brought that idea up and it kind of went well. But do like a Joe and a Joe and I died shirt and airbrush. Uh, airbrush. You know what we really need to do that we haven't done yet is make a fucking gangster SpongeBob birthright shirt. Yes. Yeah. Next. That's yes. We like, should do like that. SpongeBob with like a bandana smoking a blunt and his like yes. diamond teeth. Do you, do you remember the belts that had like the digital text that would like come across? Yeah. Like, yes. What a strange. Did you guys were like Glen Burnie High School. Where'd you guys go to high school? North, North County, County, not far North off. County boys. I'm, I'm, probably someone probably at that high school had one. Oh, dude. Like, oh, definitely. Who did it? They had, a, they had a vice grip on North County when oh, I was yeah. in like 11th and 12th. In middle grade, school, I think. we had black this air forces. What, there was like, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> cooler but i'll say it there's there was like four horror movie t-shirts and this kid's dad would put like gel on them to make them like different colors and like everyone was buying them and they were like it was like i, I think f- i know what you're talking about you guys would have been in eighth skull grade shirts it was like what it would be like a skull it'd be like chucky or a freddie like jason Voorhees. it was every high school had like that one thing that uh, one fashion thing that like i have been, had i have been looking into getting the neon skull shirt it's mafia oh yeah the Did green you- one to get a real one is a lot to get a fake one is Joe and I talked about this randomly the other day and I won't say it applied to like our entire school but I feel like there were a lot of flea market babes going around oh (laughs) flea market babe hoodie boy I found out Batman babes I found out what babes were from Howie because he was like at the flea market they got Batman babes and I'm like what's a babe and he's like it's the shoe and I was like I used to go to the flea market to get ringtones on my boost fuck yeah you feel me Hold, holding the, the the top volume button, and just play it. I, I, I'm a bootleg movie kid. I had two boost oh, level yeah. ringtones. One of them was Joe knows him, crazy by Gnarls Barkley, and the other one was Aiden. But it was only one word of the song. The Aiden one would be like nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> I, I think every, I think everybody has uh, at least like one song that will send them into like Vietnam flashbacks because there was like one night that they slept over somewhere and somebody in the room had that ringtone going off for like oh, three hours yeah. the next day. That one Snow Patrol song that Cody yes. had as a ringtone. Yes. Like, Chasing cars. cars. Yeah. Joe, do you want me to put on the first song off Lotus Feet Rooms of the House right now? Nope. <laughs> oh, dude, that's that my... shit though, boy. <laughs> Every what? morning I hear one song not from like a ringtone. I was really sick one day at our house when I was like a kid, elementary school, and um, MTV was on and they played Stay Together for the Kids by Blink-182 like the music video like four times that morning and i just like if i hear that song i just like remember being like violently alone in a room with it because it's not a fun song it, it's either uh ringtones for alarms of your friends that wouldn't wake up or it's uh dvd menu music oh hell yeah because you fell asleep and it just kept <laughs> the playing. quotes 40 yeah. year old virgin fucking, yeah. oh my god <laughs> family guy joe family guy season one Shoot. dvd i can hear those <laughs> oh sick my god clips in my- mine was always the Chappelle show yep <laughs> yeah. uh my Boost Mobile ringtone was Kryptonite by Big Boy. And then I had Riding Dirty by Chameleon. Hell yeah. Oh, to the, do, you ever, do you ever go to the mall and have someone print a design on your, that to how Anna? Oh, was, shit. I got the Joker printed on the back of That's my Boost funny. Mobile Fuck phone. Yes. I didn't have sex for like four more years after that. <laughs> I still didn't have sex at that point. My alarm, I think, was um, 
what's the intro to define the great line in regards to myself? Oh, it starts with, with like the film reel. Yeah, it's like yeah. wake up, wake yeah. up, wake Hell up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that was like my that was my fucking yeah. alarm in the morning. Good I'll one. get you. Wake up in a panic attack. No wonder you have panic when you smoke weed. <laughs> I was like <laughs> a handful of times. Well, I had to like stop using like songs I liked as ringtones because yeah, like it ruins it. Well, not not even that. Like I would like occasionally sleep through them. I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, they're playing my favorite song in my dream." <laughs> like and just like not even. Shows like, him streaming at a diner. The jukebox kicks on. It's his favorite song. Like I know for like, I know for a fact the iPhone ringtone is not in my dream. So I wake up to that <laughs> shit. That know? fucking if you hook your iPod up to I don't know if you guys have a car like this. Hook your iPod up to the car and it plays the first song yep like alphabetical order it, it plays, plays, the it plays a. Uh, a by cartel <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah mine plays some mine plays some song by this band called nothing oh shit um from philly it's like yeah a, it's like i ABC. know exactly what you're talking about what fucking and, and song it's, is I, that? I fucking hate that song now we, we had a chance to support nothing a few weeks ago but we got like not enough notice at all but it was at metro gallery so the nothing you know the guitar player for nothing used to make acoustic music with and he did a split with Jamie Roden from Title Fight. I don't know if you guys remember like Jamie Roden's music stuff. No, but this guy named Brandon Seta. He's the guitar player for Nothing, and they did an split. And it's literally one of my favorite projects, fucking of yeah. all time. It's on my it's on my Dropbox. I find some weird file to download. It's like hard as shit to find. Yeah, I don't think but I've ever heard that. I used to I'll love. That I don't know. I, I used to. I'm. A, I used to love acoustic shit. Um, and that's definitely one of my. Favorites. I'll yeah. send it to you. I, I yeah. feel like we had an exchange on Twitter about uh Matt Carrick's. Oh, solo dude, shit. his solo shit's way better than Citizen, I think, personally. Yeah, it's crazy. He just moved to Northern Virginia. That's just, I don't know, man. I just, I'm weird like that. Citizen rough. Yeah. Yeah. I, love, I love Citizen. That's dude. not me dunking on his solo Kyle, shit at all, but Citizen. What's up? He moved to Arlington, Virginia, and he's looking to produce music out of there. His, his girl probably moved there. Be interesting yeah. if I knew a band that needed to record. They did record their last album Joe, themselves, too, the didn't they? they did. Joe, recorded, sound awesome. He recorded the last Citizen album yeah. himself, right? It sounds fucking sick. So so. Big, even Big Mouth. That was like the start of them recording themselves. Cooley, they, they posted a video of him. Um, I, like, I think him and his dad like teamed up to basically like make part of their house into a studio. So they had to do all the renovations, like change the fucking AC flow and stuff wow. so you don't have like air blown into the studio. And uh, they were going behind and showing how he just like like some of the sound effects on the album are just like literally Matt like at the computer just like making noises and then using plugins to like stretch them out and make them sound weird and shit but he's a very musically inclined yeah and it's weird because he's one of those people like we were talking earlier you know like we have sports we also like he is like a fucking like a gym rat yeah and he makes fucking emo fucking post-hardcore like the, music. You the, know what I'm the bass player from Touche like I watched a good documentary bit about him and it was like what they all do to like when they're on tour to normalize their schedule and their bass player just like fucking hits the gym and it's just, you know, a gym guy. You ever, seen, big. The, you ever see the vocalist of Harmsway? That, that's that dude is like a UFC fighter. The vocalist of Harmsway. He's Ooh, fucking like terrible. <laughs> what's the what's the what's the other band? Rotting out. Rotting out there. Well, he went to jail, so he got like jail swollen and then got out of jail. <laughs> but the dude from Harmsway, I mean, you've seen the video of them, but like the, that, that running man video. It's weird because, like, that video almost, like, transcended hardcore to, like, normies in, like, the wrong way. Like, I had, like, 40-year-old yeah. co-workers that were, like, sharing videos of, like, the dude from Harm's Way, like, two-step into, like, Whitney Houston songs. <laughs> and I'm like, this band fucking rocks, man. You guys should check out the band for real. And they're like, no. Nah. <laughs> but, nah, that dude is, like, the vocals from Harm's Way is, like, UFC fighter big. It's terrifying. Wow. I wish I was ripped. A lot of hardcore guys. <laughs> yeah. I can totally see Matt Craig has been, like, a hardcore guy. Definitely. Yeah. 
definitely. I remember the first time Joe saw my warp through, I was like, Joe's soul citizen. And their singer was like, doesn't look like you think he would. <laughs> yeah, right, at all. <laughs> I discovered them like when they first came out because my I was really good friends. I don't know if you remember that punk band from here called Hang. Yeah. yeah. CJ Wilson's like one of my best friends. He was a guitar player for them, or bassist for them. And he knew this guy named Rob Hackard who had a little label called Either Or Records. And they would drop these samplers that have a bunch of these artists, one song from each of the artists. And Citizen was one of them. And I discovered like their very first EP from one of those samplers. It was called like Common Weather or something. What like EP that. did Jay do? I think it's that one. It's, it's, it's got young, the black young cover art. Um, that, that is, or that is, young that's Young States. states. I'm sorry. That's say, my well, favorite fucking we, thing by them. Young States was where I was introduced to them. I saw them yeah. open for Story So Far at Auto Bar in like 2013. We, we recorded the studio that did that. Oh, and really? what one of the title fight like two song thing. Um, he did the shit. he does he, he did like the feeder and all the other Bane have heart the feeder. He, uh, he he did like all the defeater music. He was the guitar wow. player. Well, I say he was he did, like, yeah. it did like early. He did like that Citizen EP, the That's one title fight EP with all like the animals. The one with the the dark blue like the last thing cartoon. You yeah, I think he really? he did that That's or the uh, the, fucking, uh, okay. one of the other ones. I don't Floral listen to the title green. fight as much as everyone else. Did he do shit? Green. It was either Shed or that. I don't think well, I, Shed and Shed and the last thing you forget a very similar cover art. Yeah, I don't think he did Shed. He didn't want to, but yeah, like Shed was a fucking banger. I was oh, that, yeah. in 2013. Like I wasn't impressed that he did Bane and Have Heart. I was like, this guy's done like Citizen counterparts, counterparts, and turns. Uh, I th- I think one of the things he's known for most is state champs, believe it or not. Which I never like, got into them. I, I'm not, not into them either. Shit. I like I look like one of their songs. But he has like, like the Billboard record on his wall from like Bane, Never Give Up and shit. Like wow. that's cool to say. Every time I say it, I'm like, All right, let's go get a purple Billboard record, Bane. Yeah, they had one before that called Common Weather, three songs. Yeah, I don't think I've heard that one. Is no. it, is it good? Would not, it did sound completely. It's not sure. like a bunch of little kids, but it, it's solid still. I don't know. Yeah. He had this acoustic song too called uh, Tracking Time, and. Like that was huge among the fans, and he's and he's like, it's like one of those songs that the artist hates and hates when people bring it up, but like the fans love it. On Bandcamp, the only way you can buy it is for like ten thousand dollars. Like that, the only way you can doubt. <laughs> he set the price to like ten grand because he hates it that much, but it's still like up there. So if you want to buy it, you have to pay ten grand. Some really rich citizen fan is like, I'll take that. Right, Citizen's one of those bands I really enjoy because, and again, this is a part of the reason I'm I feel old, but like. When I was younger, I, I hated when bands would like change up their sound between albums. Like I distinctly remember like being into The Tide by Oceana, which in hindsight I think sucks. And then their <laughs> second album was like drastically different and I wasn't into it at all. Citizen, I feel like ha- drastically changes their sound every time they put out an album and it's yeah, fucking awesome every time. they keep time. getting better. And and like so their, their new album is like straight up like Strokes Worship, like a lot of yeah. it. Yeah, I like it a lot. And I, I really appreciate when bands do that now. Like I don't really, I, I like... I, I loved August Burns Red when I was fourteen, but like I can't I can't listen to like album eight of them doing the same thing. Like, it's one of my coworkers' husbands is like parade. super into like August Burns Red and like Kill Switch and like yeah. she'll be like, I think you would really get along with him. You guys listen to like the same kind of music, and I'm like, girl, I listened to that when I was like seventeen. <laughs> no, we do not. Yeah, I think the best the we best listen to underground I mean, hardcore now. <laughs> the best bands get better with these projects. Yes, they, they yes. have some people like not like the first album the most, just trying to be like trendy or cool or whatever. Yeah, I, unless you're talking about Turnover because they still haven't topped. And that's not even yeah, that but, that, but they were totally but, different before that. Like, oh yeah, that, they, so they were like a pop punk Shiver, band almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like. The, the album before Peripheral even Vision that, fucking rocks too. Magnolia. Yeah. Yeah. Magnolia Peripheral, yeah. Peripheral Vision was too good and everything else they put out is still good mm-hmm. and they've evolved in a different way. They're at Cheesecake Factory and like H&M now. Like, sure, sure. So I think the album they put Emily? out right it after was. Peripheral Vision was like almost as good as it. Good nature, that, but it yeah, just, it was it just good, wasn't it was there. Pop. It got, it yeah. got lighter, I think. Yeah. Getting, yeah. The music kept getting brighter and 
the last album they put out I thought was kind of boring. I'm not gonna front yeah, it. Yeah. Like yeah. Was it all together? I think. Yeah. It was yeah. Like, I, I yeah I I feel like people like Citizen gets caught in that trap. Like people love Youth so much, and like Youth mm. is Youth is it's a good a album, but like I feel like. All of their other albums are much better. So I think Youth, Youth I think. is honestly like maybe my least favorite one yeah. now. Like, yeah. I think my favorite one was that uh, the second one, Everybody is Going to Heaven. Like that was like that album Dark gets no fuck. respect, and I thought that shit was like brilliant. It's I like Young State to be honest with you. That that shit rocks. I, I like that one a lot. I didn't really like Everyone's Going to Heaven. I didn't really like the uh, Everyone's one after that. Well, I was gonna say Everyone is Going to Heaven is like straight up like Devil and God brand new worship. Yep. Like yeah. that's yep. exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, that's my favorite brand new album. A lot of people like yeah. your favorite weapon more, but I like that one. Your your favorite weapons, like that. That's again, I feel like if 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 that is your favorite brand new album, that's like either you were like sixteen when it came out and, and cool. you're in love with it, or you're like trying to be the oh, like their old uh-huh. shit more. Yeah, like, I, like, dude, like you, if you like the starting line, the starting line. Yeah, see I, that that you want to talk to Joe and Josh about the starting line. I oh, never okay. got into them. See, but I, I like, like direction the most personally, and I know that pretty pretty bizarre but like yeah, that's I, a hot take I, yeah it's a very hot take i don't know i just i like that album the most i don't know why it's really good yeah but say know. it like you mean it's just so iconic yeah exactly and it's like, kind of yeah it's kind of like how your favorite weapon is kind of like iconic yeah. too but like i don't know i just i just like what i like i'm not gonna fucking say i like something more than something else because that's the trendy i always thought i lo- like when i was like i don't know devil and god's definitely like an older you gotta like you respect it more when you get older so like I always thought Deja and Tendu was the best album. And then like the older I got, I was like, all right, this is brilliant. And like growing up is realizing that that's better. And yeah. fucking it's a more mature sound. Same dude, thing with my chemical Daisy, romance. Perfect example yeah. album I fucking hated when it came out and I, that I really appreciate now. The like, Black Parade by My Chemical Romance, like I didn't think was like that good when I was like younger. And then now that I'm like an adult, I'm like, holy shit, this yeah. shit is like so revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. Josh, are you leaving us? Say goodbye. Yeah. Welcome. Say, later, say goodbye into the microphone. Welcome to the Joe and Kyle podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me, dude. This is cool. Joe, and, this, this Joe how, and Kyle, the show. This is how we slowly phase Josh out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Another hot take, real quick. Newfound Glory coming home, I think, is my favorite one by them. Dude, the whole oh. fuck, it's full of, that whole album's full of Bob. That's my favorite Newfound Glory song. I mean, Newfound Glory album. Real shit. I, I did not listen to enough Newfound Glory. I feel like... Uh, oh, man. They still the, rock to the, this day. The, the album like Catalyst is like my main... Yes, yeah, so everyone says that one. Yeah. Sticks and Stones. Yeah, yeah. yeah but... Sticks yeah, and Stones like and the self-titled. Of, the, the more mature... I guess, look, once again, we're just getting old, dude. Yeah. We like the more mature sound. I don't know. At least me. Sticks, Sticks and Stones is such a fucking banger. I can listen to that album cover to cover literally whenever. For like, sure. My, my Friends Over You, it's a perfect song. Oh, really is. every it song is. on that album is fucking dude, good they still rock shows to this day yeah. bro like I, I saw them probably like three or four years ago and they're still awesome like sir bass player still play shirtless yeah, <laughs> yeah he does <laughs> I'd, I'd have to really like sit and think to think of a band whose like first album is legitimately legitimately my favorite and i i think stands like head and shoulders above anything else that they've done i'd yeah, it's hard. I can't really. Because, I mean, I feel like bands that do that, like, don't have a lot of albums. Maybe, yeah. balance, maybe balancing composure. I, that, I mean, that's another band I feel, well, depends, I feel grew a lot. What do you, with, what do you consider their first album? Because, I mean, a lot of people think they started as Separation, but they had the whole album. Boundaries. Well, I was going to say they had the whole album before that, which I wasn't really for me. I don't know. I I fucking loved their last album. I thought that really? shit was I, really I good, could, dude. I did. I thought all their albums were really good. Yeah. I couldn't I love them. I wish that EP they put out right after their last album that I wish those songs were on the the, the that, Cold Heart one or or the something heart. Yeah. Yeah. Slow, yeah, I love slow that. Heart. Slow I think heart. It's yeah, I love that too. 
<laughs> Floral Green is an elite album. I stand by that. Yeah. But yeah, I love I love Type Review, and I feel like they were extremely influential with that. And then they were they pieced the fuck out, and I I respect it honestly, like Megatron style, like they just go out on top. Yeah. Now you yeah you even hear Turnstile using the fucking shoegazy sound now. Yeah, dude. Music, am I right? Oh yeah. <laughs> now we're just talking, Josh, and even on the Joe and Josh podcast. Well, I, just do have get, I, I have to get going soon so I can go build my PC. Yeah. Me, All right, Chris. This is how we end the podcast exactly like this. We dissolve. Joe and Kyle, the show. It, it has a charm, but it, it sucks overall. Bye, Chris. Bye. Don't do heroin, listeners. <laughs>